producer or something. Yeah, cheeseburger and do something about those vocals or. Yeah. Oh man, I have been. Uh, I, yeah, I. Uh, I went back and I watched all of these movies like two or three more times. I am very disappointed by the very first uh, the Munsters fucking trailer, but then after I kept watching it and I'm remembering what like the Munsters are campy, goofy. Yeah. Uh, I and I always keep going back to the scary little Christmas movie, and it's like it's awful, but it's got Eileen Warnos in it. You know, it's exactly what it needs to be, and this. This looks like that, which is kind of disappointing because you know he had a better budget and like more passion, and, and he I, chose to shoot it in some weird fucking frame rate that nobody can watch on the regular TVs. That was a really good idea. Well, why would you? You're the man of like grain and like film, and now because you're going to make something that's like he, we, the, there was something what? I read that he said he just wanted to look like the old TV show. So, yeah, but I don't know. I I, I, I would think that you would shoot it in thirty-five millimeter, and <clears throat> they didn't shoot it in thirty-five. I know, Dave. I thought Eileen Wernos was a serial killer or whatever her name is. I can't think of it. <laughs> yeah, she is. She was um, in that version. God damn it! She's in. Uh, she's the. She's yeah, Togar in Rock and Roll. Doing on that for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she came back from the dead. You sons of bitches! What I can't think of her name. Then uh, she's in Rock and Roll High School. She's in Chopping Mall. She's in Warlock. Oh my god! Everybody's faces are like. What are you, what, who are the you woman? Like deja vu. Right the woman now, I'm like thinking of. The woman I'm thinking of. Who? Uh, who Cassandra is, with a K. I hate <laughs> all of you guys. <laughs> uh, Corey, when you get a chance, look up uh, uh, Togar in Rock and Roll High School, or just anything. <laughs> she did so many amazing films, and she's actually uh, in uh, The Devil's Reject. She's the um, the, uh, the the cafe like waitress that they stabbed to get the car. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you know. What I'm talking oh about. yeah. Eileen. But her name—I can't think of her name. It, but it reminds me of Eileen Warnos, Warnos, or Warn. I can't remember now. Warnock. Fuck off. <laughs> Mary Warnock. See, Mary close Warnock. enough. <laughs> a few syllables off and a whole other word. <laughs> Fuck all you guys. Uh, Dave, are you? Uh, do we need to? Pause. I'm mostly there. I'm not. He's quite only there. mostly I'm, there. I, I was. I was trying to get stuff. Pulled up on two different tabs, but whatever. I could just do it. I'll just do it. Do it live. Whatever. I don't care. Live. We are live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. Calm down. Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Fuck it. We'll do it live. No. I love it. That's all those compilations of like meltdowns on television. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. I was it's, like, uh, uh, dude, you are live. Yeah. And speaking of, we're live. Welcome to the Gore Club Podcast. I'm Steve Vessel. I'm Death Metal Dave. I'm Ace. And Corey's in the corner. Corey Amore. <laughs> no, you're Corey in the corner. Corey God damn it. Why is your, Jenny from the block, Corey from the corner. Why is your dead live tape still on the thing? Because I'm lazy. Oh, okay. So you didn't decorate today. <laughs> Man, I came down here, and it's a thousand degrees in this city right now, and I didn't uh, I didn't really... I should have came down here, because actually, actually, this is the coolest part of the whole building. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why you didn't. Fuck off. That doesn't make any sense at all, Steve. I was too busy uh, critiquing the new Halloween trailer, the new Munsters trailer, not watching Stranger Things for... Season four, it's good. Um, I enjoyed it. I actually wanted to go back and revisit all of it, so I found the original releases on Blu-ray that look like the VHS boxes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I found one and two, and I forgot that two looks like a fucking Betamax uh, clamshell. Yeah, and I found those today. Well, that's cool. I mean, how know. odd is that? I found them today, nice <laughs> in the wild for like ten bucks a piece. Well, the thing I think is weird about uh, 
the new season of Stranger Things is that a lot of people are gatekeeping Metallica for some reason. Like they, the, the spoiler, they play Master of the Puppets. Master of the Puppets. Master of Puppets. Master Twenty Four. The Charles Band version. They play Master of Puppets in that in that in that in that show, and people are like. Fucking kids don't know real Metallica. It's like, at least they didn't fucking play anything off load. I mean, goddamn. Yeah, no, you can't make people happy. I wanted to see him get up there, like, with some trash cans and play something off St. Anger. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or the well, the thing I see the most is uh, people getting mad because things are getting spoiled. I'm like, man, Ugh, get well, over it. just watch a movie trailer. Yeah, look, look, if you really don't want to get spoiled, die. Don't. <laughs> don't look at the internet. Just don't look at the internet. Just because fucking die. There are some people that I'm not friends with on Facebook anymore. I'm friends with them in real life but oh just, you don't want to get spoiled but i don't want to know like there there's a grace period if something comes out like friday right yeah don't talk about it on the internet until like monday or something like that <laughs> don't don't wait like fucking it comes out at midnight and at fucking one o'clock you're like fucking there's a goddamn baby yoda like, <laughs> i'm too punk for your rules dave I'm just saying. That's why I just don't look at the internet when I want to watch them. Because when, when actually when Stranger Things came out, yeah. the new season, Rachel's like, I got to watch it. It's going to get ruined for me. I got to watch it. I was like, watch it without me. So she waited and stayed up, watched the whole fucking thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's whatever. I don't like to watch. I'm, a, I'm an old man. I like to watch an episode and then think about what I watched and watch another one maybe in a few days. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to equate that stuff to like, like listen to a record. And I would listen to it over and over and over, and then like just absorb the album cover and all that. And now people don't do that, and it's just in and out, in and out. And then your brain doesn't retain all the, all the magic. Yeah, all the. Or I'm just old, and that's all bullshit in my own head. All the, uh, all the hidden messages in the record. <laughs> Backmasking is that what it was called? <laughs> I think did a whole episode on uh, the Satanic Panic. You should go back and watch that. That's uh, not what we're talking about tonight. No, we're talking about a different kind of masking. Masking. There's no masking. The man of your dreams. Well. The man of your dreams. Oh shit! For you. Freddy, Freddy Krueger, and there's Steve's little, little uh, Freddy Krueger. So we're gonna be talking about. My little old Freddy doll. That's awesome. So we're gonna be talking about the Nightmare on Elm Street series, and we're gonna like the TV show. No, uh, <laughs> the movies. We, we can, can talk about the the series if you really want. But that's that's a whole other thing. We're gonna be ranking the movies. From worst to best, right? Worst yeah, it to is. Best. You know, what's cool is I, I couldn't find my VHS copies of any of these movies, and then I'd pull them off of his throne, and then the, uh, they're underneath his butt. Hey, look, they're all right there. Yeah. You, you could have put those on the table. Way to go, Steve. I'm lazy. You got the box for that. That's about $75. That's an expensive toy there. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're ranking the Nightmare on Elm Street movie. We're ranking the toys, starting with <laughs> Creepy Freddy Doll. Uh, the best no. the best Nightmare on Elm Street toy is the special effects one. Yeah, the Max. Uh, Max effects. Max effects. Everybody man. knows the best Nightmare on Elm Street toy is Sharpan Joe. <laughs> the little guy who's like the claws up like this. I know, dude. Uh, did they ever made uh, a scary, uh, scary Terry fucking yes, toy? They do oh. have a scary Terry. I need we'll to get, get that. We'll get to. We'll get to. Some We're gonna of those. get to that. And, and some of them. I don't know if that was on the menu, we'll, Dave. We'll references and other, other, other mediums. Yeah, I'm gonna make out with my toy. You guys talk about oh number nine. Sure no, we don't. We, well, it, I'm assuming everybody knows what Nightmare on Elm Street is, but if they don't, Steve, how would you describe the series? Burnt face child rapist killer uh, comes back and he's not your dreamboat. Springwood slasher. Oh fuck! Whatever. The Springwood slasher. <laughs> Springwood slasher. Springwood slasher. Oh, Freddy no. Krueger. Uh, well, there goes your Rocktober blood. It's a bumper sticker. Bumper sticker. Came with the album. I forgot about that. Oh. Nice. 
You never got that DVD, did you? Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go ahead. So we could start with. We'll do a round table. We'll like we'll start with number nine. Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> so we're Maybe gonna, we can wait in a few more years and get another one. We're starting flashes on the screen. We're starting That's with up to Corey. We're starting with <laughs> the remake. Really Why is it okay? You can't tell me what my list is. Like I said, I went back and watched these movies, and my list has changed. Oh, we're it's, start- ch- it's changed from when it was. No, no, no. We're going to start at number nine. Just which, because you hate the remake, which is mean, the remake. I don't hate the remake as much as you hate the remake because the remake is trash. I think both of you believe that number nine should be the remake, right? Oh, my number nine is not the remake. Okay, well, well let's start with Dave. <laughs> well, I'm not, oh, we're going to go by each film. I just thought we are doing the film. No, 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 no. Oh, well, my number nine is is the remake. Okay, this is perfect. <clears throat> because it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's a movie <laughs> that should have been made. It's it's like everything about it just... And, and, and I'm gonna, I think you have to get over the aspect <laughs> that it is a remake, and then well, let's talk about the movie. Okay, it's trash. <laughs> I don't like I don't like Jackie Earl Haley as as Freddy Krueger. I think the casting was wrong. Um, yeah. I, I didn't 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 enjoy. I just didn't enjoy it. I just didn't feel like it brought anything to the table that from what I had already seen. Oh, okay. That was my. That was just my. It was it was made in the era of MTV slasher films. You know, it just wasn't very good. Like ninety seven? Oh no, it was eighty nine. That went well into the two thousands, <laughs> sir. <Yeah. laughs> did you see this in the theater when it came out? I did. I did too. I was disappointed. I was disappointed then. <laughs> then I rented it and was disappointed still. And then I rewatched it a few years later. Still didn't like it. Didn't rewatch it for this. <laughs> God damn, dude! I watched it once in the theater and then I rewatched it for this episode just to verify. <laughs> Yeah. It's budget. It, its budget was more than most of the other movies made too. That's the that's the thing that pisses you off the most. Because it, it cost th- it cost what thirty five million to make, and they made one hundred and seventeen million. God damn! I mean, it's a lot of money, but you know, I I, I don't want to talk about this movie. It's okay. my least favorite uh, one. Uh, Ace, what's your number nine? My number nine is Freddy's Dead. Fuck yeah, mine too. That movie fucking sucks. And if you think. <laughs> If you're one of these people, I know some people that they say they like this movie. It's like, oh, it's so funny. If you like this movie, you have horrible taste. It's like all oh, those stupid. Shit. Everybody just unplugged their fucking ear pods. It's supposed to be the ending to the franchise, and it's just like the worst ending ever. It's I don't know, man. Terrible. That one's higher up on my list. And it's got the bad jokes. I like this. This is gonna be a good night. The bad jokes. It's just him like through the whole movie, and Freddie's just like. Oh, and he's playing the stupid video game, and the kid's like bouncing. And then it, I don't like how it starts. It starts out, and it's like, Tell us how you feel. 10 years from now. <laughs> so, like, it fucks up this whole timeline. Freddy is funny, goddammit. Yeah. And Freddy's makeup. That's the worst is, Freddy voice I've ever done. Freddy's makeup is awful. And then, like, when you watch it in the theater, nobody knew when to put the 3D glasses on. So, But it did have 3D, so that automatically gives it better than Relax. No. You don't think it's better than the remake because it does 3D. Okay. The 3D. 3D was pretty cool. The flying heads at the end. When did you see this? Holy shit. How old were you when you saw this movie? Oh, probably. See, when it came out, I was, like, in the first grade. Yes. I hate all of you fucking puppies. (laughs) So I didn't watch it until I was probably, like, 15 or something. Mm. Yeah. No, I went to the theater and saw this. Uh, that I forgot where. I can't remember if I got the, the glasses at the gas station or I'm getting that confused with another release they did. But, uh. Yeah, I was super happy for this. I was like super excited, not super happy. Jesus Christ, that's why it's number nine. So I'm not happy yeah. with it. Uh, and when I went to saw it, when I went to, saw, I cannot speak to it as usual. When I viewed this masterpiece this of preppers picture, yeah, man, <laughs> I, it's the same thing. The makeup was awful. Everything that I wanted it to be, 
And I know we're trying to get away from that kind of feeling. Like, oh, it's not, oh, I'm sorry, it's not the movie that you wanted. It's like, well, that's, isn't that who we are? Like, I want to see a certain bit movie. It wasn't scary. Uh, I waited the entire movie for a 3D sequence that was one of the worst I've ever seen. And I've seen some bad ones. I love Jaws 3D. <laughs> this is on that par. And that movie came out like a decade and a half before. Yeah, just floating <laughs> Jaws. Um, and they intended the movie to be more in 3D. And then they just, they, I can't remember if they slashed the budget or what. Uh, and it was it was bad. I still have the glasses. I should have brought those down here. The best thing, the only thing I liked about this movie is got that. I think Iggy Pop does the song over the credits. Yeah, and I made a music video. I made a music video for yeah. that. Yeah, and there's the montage, the pre, <laughs> the pre uh, name Goo Goo Dolls song, the old Goo Goo Dolls songs in there. I kind of like those because it's like before they were doing you know songs for City of Angels and stuff. But uh, there's actually, if they had actually went with the Peter Jackson script that he was going to do, it would have been part six, The Dream Lover. And that That's was what he wrote. That's awful fucking but title, yeah, man. I can't remember what the plot was, but Peter Jackson wrote a script for it, and they are like, nah, we don't need that. <laughs> they probably read it and like, we can't do that. And Sorry. that is a segue yeah. into our last episode about Dead Alive. <laughs> oh, yeah, last episode was Dead Alive. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Okay, so number nine is definitely, uh, my friend, it's Freddy's Dead, because it just, it, 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 encompassed everything that I didn't like about horror at that time. It was exactly what was tearing down what my thought like my thoughts on horror. Like, why is this happening? Why are you making horror movies a joke? Yeah. A joke from beginning to end. Um and it sucked because I uh, like this was a guy that I grew up with. I mean we can get into that like you know, Freddie was fucking amazing when I, I when I saw the first film. And this is supposed to be the end and you end it like this. Well they they the the whole genre was going like that. You think like, oh, I know. Child's Play three came out that month. Like, <laughs> like you know, Andy going. To I got news for you. I like part three. Well, I'm just the saying, it's, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. they're ridiculous horror films, and that's what. Yeah, it's like the end of Demons or something. At that time, had evolved to. Yeah, like they had to be slapstick. You think that everyone was starting to try to be like, uh, like Evil Dead 2, not, not even realizing it, because everyone was such a big fan of Evil Dead 2. Like, there's that story of Bill Paxton talking about James Cameron picking him up in his convertible and be like, get in the car, we're going to go see this movie called Evil Dead 2. And then if you're a horror lover, you're like, yeah. I want to make that movie, even oh, yeah. if you're not thinking about it. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. Everything just got way more stupid. Stupider than I even like my 80s movies. Yeah, but everybody kind of missed. They were just like, just make it funny. That's what people like now. And they're like, no. Hey, Plus, exactly. you're making a Freddy film. So yeah. It's tongue in cheek. That's what it was. All right, let's move on to number eight then. Fuck it, Dave. Oh, you want me to go first again? What's your eight? Yeah, that's how we're starting this. Oh, if it's see. not Freddy's dead, I'm going to be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the dream child. What? <laughs> <laughs> that I knew this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> the dream child. Sucks. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I wrote a really long explanation of why I like the dream <laughs> job. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, you like this one, Steve? Can you tell me why? No, yeah, I want you to tell me why you I'm hate just, it. I'm just shitting on everything, I guess. No, no, um, no, it's great. His favorite part's <coughs> when that kid goes, school's out, Kruger. <laughs> no, the kid the, ki- the kid was not good. <laughs> the, ki- the, kid, oh, God. the kid just annoyed the shit out of me the whole time. I'll tell you about why. My, my, my and that version. kid looks exactly the same today. Fucking yeah. dumb face fucker. <sighs> yeah. But <clears throat> I rewatched this one. Um, this is actually, that was, no, wait, that wasn't the last one I rewatched. The last one I rewatched was number two, which we'll eventually get to. Yeah. Um, I rewatched this one uh, the other day. I was just like, "Fuck, man!" Just it's just like everything about it. Like, like they have this story, you know. Like, oh well, Freddy's in your child 
He's in your nightmares. Period. Your child's nightmares. <laughs> your child is dreaming inside of you. If there was ever a case for abortion, show Republicans this movie. Oh. Maybe they'll fucking legalize yeah. it again. Oh man. Jesus Christ. Uh. I just I just I just wasn't a fan of this movie. Um everything about it, the ending was weird. There's just like now you've got a baby who's not a baby, who's like a, just a child you're just seeing and you're talking to it, and it has that weird. He's the son of a thousand maniacs. <laughs> son of a. Th- He's son. a bastard son. A bastard son. I think you're missing a word yeah. there that really describes you, this no, rapist bastard. He had a thousand dads. Yeah, and you, <laughs> it's it's just like the whole movie is set up weird. The whole the whole like oh well Amanda Kruger was in there and then she was she was locked in there for a weekend and it's just like you know who she is at this point. Yeah, they've already talked about her in the series. She so was like, in there for like nine months because she came out with the child. Right. They hit her away. I right. remember that description from part they, three. They I hit think. her away, and then she has the baby, and it's just a little fucking Freddy Krueger. It looks just like he does Selwyn. then. It's just like, what happened? It looks like Selwyn from Dead, yeah. Dead Live. But I guess it's just a representation <laughs> of the demon of Freddy Krueger. Do you remember the baby demon of Jason Voorhees? Okay. No. <laughs> I do, from Jason Takes Manhattan. No! I'm thinking about Jason Goes to Hell, <laughs> the little demon Jason Voorhees like butthole monster. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one actually looks better. But anyways. All right, what's your number eight? Mine eight? Yes. My mine my, my, my eight is the remake. Oh, okay, cool. And okay. my first note about that was just Michael fucking Bay. <laughs> He's the a platinum dude. Terrible. Uh the guy did the you know, the guy did the thing. He's known for making music videos. He made the music video for Green Day, Wake Me Up When September Ends. Uh <laughs> beautifully shot, beautiful like, beautifully acted. It's like it's they went. They looked at the old movies and they were like, well, that last one, too nice. You know, Freddy's making jokes. We got to go way back and make him so creepy that no one will like him at all. I was like, you know, at least in the original ones, like he was a child murderer, but he was also nice enough to make a doll after for people to buy. That's and this one, no one's going to buy. I was like, here's one child rapist, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Yeah, and see, and another thing, so I'll shit on this movie some more. Please do. Okay. That was my number eight, by the way, too. Well, the, the, the casting, like I said, Ben Foster would have been an amazing Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Amazing. And they just they just, they just went with fucking Jackie Earl Jackie Earl he was good in The Watchmen, and I think somebody saw that, and they were like, they oh, did. this guy, he's got to be in this movie. And they were like, look, at, let's let's do some makeup. That looks like shit. Whatever, he'll awful. make it work. And the makeup and the voice he does in the movie, he's just like the whole time he's like, "Oh, Nancy," <laughs> like it's just like creepy. Yeah. And they did the makeup, but they also did like green screen shit on his face, so they do a CGI or to make it sunk in, yeah. you can see through it. And it looks so dark when you watch it; you can't see his face at all. And then he like tries to do a few like jokes or whatever, where he's like, "The human brain stays alive for ten minutes. We got five more." Like, uh, 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 that's so funny. Freddy the Skeksis. That's what it sounds like a Skeksis voice. I got. That's what he sounds like. And I know I got, he's awful. I think I looked up a quote like so like Peter Travers from Rolling Stone, and he like wrote a review of this, and he said it's the Bay touch you feel, and the way actors register as body count, characters go undeveloped. And sensation trumps feeling a nightmare indeed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which I thought was great. <laughs> and, what's, and the other thing about the stupid micro naps, where like they don't actually go to sleep, we take little micro naps, and that's how Freddy gets us. That's the science, guys. <laughs> just, and there's nobody in this movie that I care about <laughs> at all. You don't care about Rooney Mara. 
She's like barely in the movie. You know, I've got a. She's in the movie, but she's she, just like I'm she so is, bored she right is. now. And for those of you who don't know, I'm a I'm a New York Giants fan, and her father owns the New York Giants, so that's why I hate the movie even more. Fuck him. Oh well, now we Damn. know how she got the job. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a great actress, but you know, yeah, she was in yeah. the uh, she was in the Girl with Dragon. Girl, yeah, she's good in that. No, she's yeah, good. she's amazing. I think she notoriously was known for hating being in this movie, and it really shows. I understand why. Yeah. yeah, I. This is this was my worst or my least favorite of the all of all the Freddy films, and then when I rewatched it, I realized there's some redeeming qualities, and but I'll just shit on it real quick instead. Michael Bay. Okay. Well, goddamn, Michael Bay. Okay. <laughs> Michael Bay. Michael Bay. It's either a good thing or a bad thing. I like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. I like the Amityville Horror remake. Besides some of the CG crap. Yeah. Um, you know, the Friday the Thirteenth remake uh, uh, is not bad. It's, I mean, there are way worse sequels that I love. So I'm trying to like be realistic. You know, watch it with a clear mind. And Jackie Earl Haley is a good actor. I like what he does with stuff. It's like he needed a director to be like, "Well, do this instead," or at least maybe even give us some character. Because I was so hyped whenever he got announced, and then when I went and saw it, I was like. He literally just puts his fingers together and goes, and that's that's yeah. that's your scary thing. Um, I liked the the they had um, you know I, I don't give a shit about spoilers. I went and dug into with the makeup and they had like three or four different makeup concepts and I was like, okay, some of these look good. We all knew they were going to go more, more realistic. Uh, the one they chose was be, would be fine if they even made it darker. Like you said, you could barely see it. Yeah, make it even more dark. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And he just stands like a like a football player. Like Robert England had like like one shoulder up, and he always the one to look like he was just like gliding towards you. And there's like this even when he's the, at his worst, Freddie. Oh, it's still, still better than yeah. this. I was Jackie Rahela. He's like five foot six, which is fine <laughs> like, because like, that was nuts. one of the reasons they actually hired Robert England originally. Um, is because they were like, I want I don't want this big, huge, seven foot tall monster guy. He doesn't need to be. Yeah. It's all about his presence and what he says and, and who he is. Um, I liked that they made him uh, back to taking the Wes Craven's idea and making him a child rapist. I liked that. Um, and it was weird. I remember thinking like, oh, this isn't so bad. This isn't so bad. Like I was talking myself into like liking this movie when I saw it. And I watched it twice this week, and it still sucks. <laughs> well, I think I think the opening scene with like, which is almost just like frame for frame, like the first film. I think all that stuff looks good with you know uh, with the body bag. All, you know that those all those scenes are good. I like yeah. them. What about when she's in the bed and he's like all CGI through the wall? That's so fucking horrible. It looked better in 1984 than somehow. When they made yeah, it's, this and movie. that's another thing. They took old gimmicks and they made them worse. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that. 1984 that looks amazing and that's still one of my favorite effects and this yeah. one is just like a cartoon came out of your wall <laughs> I don't like, I don't like if you're going to remake something and it's going to be the same characters I don't like you renaming the characters like a yes. lot of the I mean they're supposed oh, yeah. to be the same people pretty much and then it's like you know it's 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 Betty I mean, well, that's not a real name, but I'm just saying, like, they do that. It was directed by Samuel Bayer, who that's the only movie he's ever directed. He, oh, his man. other credits. He probably are, almost killed his, himself. His other credits are he made the music video for Smells Like Teen Spirit, Blind Melons, No Rain. Uh, <laughs> he'd done stuff for, like, David Bowie and Iron Maiden. He's done all these music videos and, like, Coca Cola commercials. Well, you have to. But. Go ahead. That doesn't make him a director. Like, no. he knows how to shoot something, but it doesn't necessarily mean he knows how to be like, hey, you should try this this way. Well, Is he be- going to give Kurt Cobain fucking notes? 
Oh, no. <laughs> Here's the thing about, like, and I'm glad we're talking about Michael Bay uh, because of what you just said. Michael Bay is notorious for ripping off David Fincher. There's a whole bunch of that, like, side-by-side comparisons during their music video phase. David oh, Fincher yeah. came way before uh, Michael Bay. But if you start watching, like, their side-by-side music videos, he would just rip off. Like, you watch Aerosmith, and it looks like um, the, the, uh, the fucking uh, Meatloaf video. It's like oh, almost yeah. it, two different directors, Michael Bay. And David Fincher. David Fincher created that look, that that dark, stark, like everything's high contrast, but you can still see it. And they all, they both came from the music video world. And they, but Michael Bay, there's a thing on YouTube you can look it up, and it's like Bay versus Fincher, and it's like so many of his concepts, his shots are ripped off from David Fincher. So I mean, he's like, oh, this guy music music videos too. He's yeah. all right. And he's like, no, he's not. No, awful. It was the wrong choice. <sighs> MTV. Should we waste any more time on the remake? No, no. No, we're done with it. We all think it's trash. Number seven, Dave. Just in different places. Uh, Part two. Wow. I am so surprised. Hey, man. I'll tell you why I don't like this movie. I I, I do. That's why we're here. All right. So the movie is all right. All right. I'll give it that. But it's not. when When you compare it to the others. I don't think it's as good. Mm. I don't think it's as. I'm excited. Let's do this. <laughs> you could be wrong. I mean. It doesn't. It does. <laughs> I could be wrong. And well, somebody's listening to our opinions already and being like, "Nope." Somebody's just screaming at me right now, like, "How is this worse than Freddy versus Jason?" I'm or- scary, Dave. <laughs> scary, Freddy. Look. Uh, um, so in this movie, um, we all know. We all know this movie that that I just don't know how to. I, I just don't like it that. No, it's fine. It's I, great. It, I have no good reason not to like it, but when ranking them and like it doesn't really, it, it's sort of like the Halloween three of this series. Like it fits sort of, but then again, if you took it out of the whole of out of the universe of how the other ones flow together, yeah, it wouldn't even make a difference. It also it it ruins the timeline because it's like it takes place five years <laughs> after the first movie, and nobody has a single <laughs> fucking memory. Who's Nancy? Yeah. We, we we bought this house and we found this girl's do- a diary. Did you did she go to your school? Well, that was before me. It's like I would remember. People in this universe have worse memory than Camp Crystal Lake. I don't know like, about that, Dave. <laughs> no, no. All they do is just change, no, all change, the kids. change the name from Forest Green. Everybody, everything's cool. All the kids do because they buy they they buy Nancy's house and they're like, oh, I got it at a good deal. Yeah, he did. Clue Gilliger is fucking the shit. He he's he's yeah. all about pricing coupons. And this was like you know you know and like stuff happens that like it just on sale the murder house it clues <laughs> like mm, it sounds good and yeah. there in 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 this movie what what bothers me what bothers me about it is like things will happen that are just totally not explainable that don't happen in other movies like the toaster caught on fire well it wasn't even plugged in <laughs> oh he gets struck like, by lightning he okay. gets struck by lightning <laughs> <Yeah>. he's <laughs> lightning chopping ball <laughs> the fucking birds go crazy and start killing you know try to kill the father like that's my favorite part <laughs> but you know the movie. <laughs> It's like, you put a goddamn cherry bomb in that bird. That's right. That's right. Just say. Just But, I mean, the movie's not complete garbage. I think it's, I think it's. Uh, no, it's you, great. I love if it. If you're watching it, you could watch it as a standalone. And it, you know, it, it has subtext to it. Obviously, there was a whole, um, there was a whole the gay documentary yeah. made about that. Yeah. Which I didn't, never picked up on it until somebody was like, yeah, totally. And then you go back and watch it. You're like, oh. Okay, okay, I see it. Touch me, baby. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> the, was it Dan's place, the bar they go into? It's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay, I see it there. Maybe I just wasn't looking at it like that when I saw it when I was younger. The but, leather bar. 
<laughs> the leather bar. The leather where bar. The, where yeah. the coach the blue oyster them. bar. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I can't have you in this bar. You're going back to the school and running some laps. Oh, God, yeah. Imagine a senior high school coach. First of all, you're like a high school kid, and he walks into a bar, mm-hmm. and then fucking uh, Shay, the studio executive guy there. From, yeah, he's the bartender. Yeah, he's Bob the bartender. Shea. Bob Shay serves you a beer, <laughs> and you're like 16, and then your coach is behind you in chaps, <laughs> and then makes you run laps in the gym. Oh, that is the real uh, nightmare, sir. I knew I was going to laugh my ass <laughs> off during this thing. No, I like it, and you know what really uh, makes me happy is that you're not swayed by new popular opinion, because this movie was a favorite of mine. When I was been since I was a kid, and I've talked about it in the podcast before, so it was ranked higher. And then I rewatched it. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't as good as uh, yeah. That's happened to me on this it's list. Not as good as part six. I can tell you that. I, I'll tell you all the reasons couple... I like it when we get to mine. Yeah. What is your number seven? My seven is Freddy versus Jason. God damn it, Ace! I think you're looking at my notes. And when I do <laughs> se- when I say seven, eight, nine here, these are all equally as bad. Yeah, I know. It's really hard for me to like try to move things. Like some of them are almost the same. Uh, and this was on par with the remake, but um, my memories of it made it even better. So strong disagree on both of them. Oh, I hate this movie. No, I don't hate it at all. It's MTV trash done right, though. I don't I, like. Freddie looks stupid. They made his teeth different for some reason. Like he has sharp teeth in this movie. I don't know about you, but uh, you just said part two. You love so much. He's got contacts in. Well, and different dentures. <laughs> And he looks different. I'm just going. So, <laughs> yeah. Also, it's also probably my least favorite Jason out of any of the movies. He's what just like bummer. eight feet tall and has like, he's all crispy, I guess, from being in hell. I tried to be open-minded <laughs> about like, well, you know, Kane Hodder is pissed off because he didn't get, um, uh, you know, cast in it. And he's the champion of the film. And I feel like we've talked about this before on the podcast. And then you just fucking say no. Uh, Ronnie was like, well, we're going to go in a different direction. I was like, what direction? This guy has no personality, and I like yeah. him in real life. Like, Ken is a fucking great person. Um, he brought nothing new to this character. Yeah. So the whole, here's, the whole movie is just Freddy being like, I just called him Exposition Freddy because the whole movie he's just explaining the plot to you while you watch it. Yeah, he's a narrator. And like the fucking guy's like, he like goes up and like the shadow tries to stab the guy, and then he's like, oh, I'm still alive. And then Freddy goes, Oh, I'm not strong enough yet. Guess I'll let Jason take care of this. Like as if you couldn't watch the movie and figure that out for yourself. They treat you like you're an idiot. Like you just welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> it's yes. so stupid. It's just him explaining the plot the whole time. And then Jason's afraid of water, even though he spent the last eight movies just living in the water the entire time. My God, that was the that was the one that made me hate the movie uh, after I first saw. It. Like, I didn't, okay, I didn't hate it. Pissed off. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "He's not a. How is he afraid of water now?" I know he's supposed to be in the nightmare world, and it's supposed to be his nightmare. But there's so many things about this film that I didn't like, but I did like. The only reason it's it's a number seven for me because I think that other films are better. Yeah, not because this is a bad movie. So you go ahead and just. Rant. Oh, that's a, also. I'm that, actually going to save it a little. You bit. You got Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Dark Child. Beat. And yeah, and oh, then wow. so they have that. Oh. Yeah, Freddie's racist. Yeah, and then she says like or the whole maybe not. She she's like just like, like a super homophobic slur, which everybody in the Freddie documentaries is like, we did not write that. That was her choice to say that word. <laughs> no shit. I yeah. guess I missed that part. And they were, yeah, cause they were like, he was like, I didn't tell her to say that at all. It wasn't even in the script. And then the director was just like, oh whatever. So yeah, she chose to like call Freddie, uh, you know, gay slur, which is all you know, awful writing. On her part, however she wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, you get Damn. fake Jason Mewes in the movie where he's like, 
<laughs> hey, I'm fucking. I'm Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, and we're not trying to hide the fact that we just ripped that character off completely. And there's the stoner worm that he sees. That's supposed to be. It's like a CGI nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's like from uh, Alice in Wonderland. He has the Freddy stripes. Um, the thing about Jason Mewes' character that I actually did like is I thought it was kind of an homage because they're in the movies before. They're in New Nightmare. Yeah. They're in like the they're, they're in like the like the the Scream universe. They're in the Nightmare on Elm Street universe. So I was like, well, they probably couldn't get Jason because he maybe he was in rehab. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and here you go. Yeah. Because it's exactly what he would have been. And I think Jay and Silent Bob versus Freddy is like gonna be a cool cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a victim of like the two thousands like. Where they have to like have the movie with the shitty new middle and metalcore soundtrack. Yeah, They're like we got Mudvayne doing the theme from Freddy vs. Jason. Like there are scenes in this movie because this is the, this my ranking is the exact name same number with yours. Um, is that I did like. I'm going to say that I loved the uh, the party scene. Um, when when he comes out of the cornfield and he's like, "Hey, you fucking pig fucker!" Oh, yeah. and he just snaps his buddy's head around. He's like, "Son of a bitch!" Like that comedy is sharp. It's quick. I like it. Yeah. Um, I love Catherine Isabella. I liked all of the characters except for the fucking shitty boyfriend who's like, "God damn, babe, don't kiss me after you smoke." Oh yeah. Like you don't need that. Um, the the effects were great. I love when he chops fucking uh, fake Jason Mewes in half. Uh, <laughs> The hypnosil stuff goes a bit far, but there's so many like little scenes I did like. So it's not that I hate this movie. I thought they did the best they could, and I thought it was like more of a Universal Monsters movie. It's like Jason in yeah. one corner and Freddy in the other, and then like even in the yeah. cabin, they they chime in that music, and it's like, Wah. yeah, go, you know, fight, and it's oh, fatalities, on. and the, the that iconic scene where they're facing down and everything's on fire, right? You can't tell me that didn't hype you up. Well, and that is, uh, and I thought I talked about it before, but that is a, a complete homage to. Uh, the end of the House of Frankenstein, or no, mm-hmm. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, where he, they're on the they're on the pier, everything's on fire. Uh, the, the the guy comes out and throws the uh, gasoline, or that's not on fire. Yeah, he throws yeah. the gasoline on the pier and lights it up. Like that's an homage to that Universal movie style thing. And when I went and saw it, I was like, oh, first five minutes in, boobs. All right, yeah. they're, they're going to get this. They're going to make it right because all the sequels before this did not make me happy at the time. So when I went, <laughs> I went and saw it at the theater with some guy from work. Who I we're not even fucking friends. Like you want to go see the new movie? I was like, fuck yeah! I don't know who I don't, I don't like you, but yeah. I'll eat popcorn and enjoy this movie. Uh, the music did suck. Yeah, I thought the the effects were great. I thought uh, Ronnie, you, I liked um, his Bride of Chucky movie. You know, he's trying to do something different. I was very upset that Kane Hodder was not in this movie, and at that time. Um, it kind of pissed me off, and I tried to I tried to like not think about it. Yeah. I didn't. I hated the whole like, oh, you're afraid of water. It's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. He, but as they said, he lived in water for years. Now, if you had to move back to a shitty apartment that you lived in <laughs> for years, you'd be pretty upset too. Yeah. You wouldn't want to leave. I don't hate this movie. I I just don't think it's as good as the, the rest of the sequels. Well, it's like it's like a you know development hell. Where yeah, they tried to make it for years. And I think there was one script where they had the two of them fight. And then they like go down to hell, and then I think Pinhead was supposed to be standing there, and he's going to be like, "Welcome, gentlemen!" Like at the oh, end of the well, movie. Well, there was also that that also spawned the Freddy versus Jason versus Ash comics because it was originally they were going to try to introduce Evil Dead into that. Yeah. So that well, they got the Book of the Dead, and Jason goes to hell. That's so right. They do. Connection. They always they always try to connect these things. I mean, it's yeah. just It was in it was in legal legal loophole or legal yeah. limbo for years. Jason yeah. was a deadite. Well, right. because you had New Line and you had Paramount. Right. And they, they Kane Hodder played the hand at the end of uh, um, 
Freddie goes to hell. Freddie goes to hell. Jason goes to hell. Jason goes to hell. Freddie goes to hell. We're just going to rename time. this movie. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Fucking Freddy versus Jason. I don't hate it, but it's not as good as a lot of the sequels we're going to talk about. Number six. Number six. Guess what my number six is? Number one. Freddy's dead. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Why? Because I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie. I really did, man. Like I get it. It's not as it's not as good as some of the other ones. But I remember seeing it. Yeah, it's being, all about what you and remember. being and being hyped about it too. Because you know this is ninety one, so I'm I'm like ten when this movie came out, right? Awesome. So I'm renting whatever I can, and I got it with. <laughs> With the the 3D glasses, and you could see what it. Corey can't hear you. <clears throat> we could see it. We could we you could watch it in 3D. Sure, it's got its problems. The 3D's not as great, but you know, for me at the time, that was pretty cool, and it made an impression on me. You know, you got it, 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 some of the characters suck. I get it, but you know, yeah, it's it's all about family. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Fast and the Furious movie. Family. It's like it's, it's like all a Fast about and the family in the end. No, but it's it it wasn't wasn't that bad of a movie, and the soundtrack was pretty cool. I mean, for me, you know, <laughs> for a ten year old, it was pretty cool. You're like, man, this Il Nino song is really good. <laughs> Which, oh my god, they made a music video for that. The Iggy Pop, like the montage at the end, man, that was really cool. It gave me something to go back and talk to it. Uh, the kids at grade school about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your number six? Number six, part five, the Dream Child. Uh, Hit me, trash. Uh, this is this is probably out of the my bottom this is the you know the parts the one that's probably not the one I hate the most. I'll still rewatch this one. Uh I think if you ever got the actual cut, the good cut of it, it would probably be higher because there's a lot of like running around the motorcycle, they start digging into his skin, like that's really cool and you see some of the stuff where they cut it out and it's even cooler looking. Uh, but the MPA at the time was like you know getting down on people making scary movies and stuff. So they had to cut a lot of stuff out. I don't even know if there's, there might be a VHS copy that has that like original director's cut out there, but so I don't never, even know I've, if it's I've, widely I've never available. Seen that. It did have it on a VHS over there. It I did have pull some, it out and watch it. It did have some cool kills now. Yeah. The motorcycle kill uh, was great. The girl where they're feeding her and her cheeks are all big and she's like, you know, like I always thought that was disgusting growing up. Um, but other than that, like it's really boring. <laughs> nice. Like, okay, uh, this is great because yeah. my, my dream child list it's on it's lower on the list. Like it's or yeah. higher on the list, I guess. It's uh it's it's boring. It's like the start of the downfall. Like it hit its peak probably, you know, at four and like five came out and I think they just kinda it just goes downhill from there. Um, there's a lot of script changes. You got that kid from Jurassic Park, you know, <laughs> fucking being annoying in the movie. <laughs> fucking dead eyes. Yeah. It's, I, I don't like that. Uh, Whitby I, Hartford is his name. Yeah. I, I do wish they would release that good cut of it somewhere, but I don't know if the film's actually, like, you know, enough good enough to where they could release it in HD where it didn't look like absolute shit. I mean, I'm sure somebody has it somewhere, but I, I did some research on this one because, like, it really didn't make a whole lot of money. The week it came out, Parenthood, the Steve Martin movie, was number one. And what it, the fuck? Abyss came out. The Abyss came out the same week, <laughs> and that made more money than that. And then the very next week, Uncle Buck knocks it right out of the fucking, <laughs> all oh, the way well. down to number eight, man. You can't fuck with Macaulay That's Culkin. a classic, man. <clears throat> but it was 89, too. It was the, still, the big Batman is still in the fucking top ten at that point. Oh, yeah. You got Lethal Weapon, too. It still made <laughs> it still made money, I think, but you know it wasn't making like part three money or anything. Like no, there's there's like movies now that wish they made as much money as part five did. Yeah, I'm gonna say mine was is actually the Dream Master. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. I know. Hmm. Um, 
And I'll tell you why. It sucks. Oh, I love that movie. Most people did, and I did. <laughs> I most people do, and I did too. I it just it was everything you just said is how I feel about this one. I thought it lacked so many things, and at one point, this was different on my list. And then when I went back and rewatched him, I was like, you know, I remember Rennie Harlan. I was really into him. Yeah. I actually went back and watched this movie after I'd seen like what was it? Not Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, is it Cliffhanger? It Cliffhanger. Yeah. Weird. I don't know how the hell I must have seen that before. Maybe and I Deep didn't. Blue Sea. Or maybe I didn't realize he was the goddamn yeah he did. <laughs> Fucking cutthroat island. <laughs> um, I didn't realize he was the director, so when I went back and watched it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm more into this. Um, I don't like the way, I don't like the Freddie makeup, and I'm a big Kevin Yeager fan. I know he took over the makeup in these uh, toward you know at, I think after uh, two. Uh, during two, I can't remember now, but David Miller was busy making the cocoon on one of these films and couldn't come in. So basically, he kind of lost his uh, his spot. He did it on the Dream Child, I think. David yeah. Miller did. I could be wrong. I'll get to that. Uh, yeah, Dream Master, man. It's I actually should have put it further down because when I went back and rewatched it this week, uh, God, it was just very. It was very disappointed by it. Everything about it. Uh, it it was the it was more funny than part three, and I think it's la- less funny than part five. Sorry, I um, think it is. Yeah, five has the really shitty uh, comic book kill. God damn, I don't like that. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like I'm super Freddy, and it's that's just the, like that's the worst part of just like, the dream job. My eyes, you know, permanently roll back in my head whenever I see that. But I'll keep it short. I mean, Dream Master is my. I, it, Man, and I remember I uh, saw the image of Linnea Quigley in a Fangoria magazine. And I was like, this is great. So I think my memory of what I what I wanted was there, and it just said, yo, this is a good movie, and it's not. It's oh, not yeah. t- to me. Well, that Linnea Quigley scene, you can you can Google it or look up. Oh, YouTube, she almost dies? Where, where the whole where thing, the whole thing just fucking falls over, and they're like, whoa. Yeah, we showed that live on stage with her. Yeah. Yeah, that was the scene that we showed. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, we brought Linnea Quigley to town last year, and Dave and I were on stage and did a whole, like, this is your life thing. And then we showed clips of different movies, and we showed that scene where they're like, Linnea, push harder, push harder. And like the there's like one fucking hook yeah, one that holds little... the whole body up. This is like a... 10 story body with three actors and she one of and the whole thing just collapses and she I was like holy yeah. god don't mess up those boobies the person at the top was like went over with it who was at the nick of the freddy oh i know and there's like the whole thing falls over and i was like god man there's like some probably like permanently keep, like injured doing that yeah fantastic effect i hate the way he died in this fucking movie I, oh, I yeah. well, this is a part of that scene. I just, uh, anyways, yeah. The Dream Master. I going back and watching it, I realized how much I liked it less than I did. Ding. That happens. <laughs> that happened with me with part two, man. Steve's it, done. It, <laughs> Pull him out of the oven. It happens, man. You can go back and watch some of these and not, 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 not enjoy them as much. That's what happened with me with uh, number two. All right. Well, then number five. Number five. Freddy versus Jason. Hell yeah. <laughs> we don't really need to talk about it anymore. It was awesome for the reasons I said it was awesome because that was it was it was hyped up for so many years. Um Yeah, get, but you should talk about it more because you you have it you you have more affinity than we do for well, it. Well, I, I just I just enjoyed the 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 build up to it, you know. Like this there's this movie that, you know, people have been talking about since the nineties, right? And then it finally happens. Yeah. And I wasn't actually let down. Sure some of it was dumb. Being afraid of water. I get it. He shouldn't be afraid of water. No, but. remember when his machete gets stuck into a piece of wood and he can't do anything now? Uh, well, I'm going <laughs> to stick here until I can get it out of this piece of wood. It's like watching a like a really high-value, high-dollar wrestling match. That's that's what it was. That's not good. 
Well, okay. Well, wrestling. if you enjoy wrestling, I yeah. guess it's fun. And the guy that plays Fred or the guy that plays Jason was also the cook in Nightmare. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, he was the body double for yeah. uh, uh, for uh, Kane. Yeah, and they were friends. And he actually asked Ken. He's like, "Hey, making sure you know." I get cast. I know you're not happy about yeah. you not being cast, but I just want to make sure that you're there's no animosity. And Kane's like, "Fuck that movie, but go ahead." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I enjoyed it because I just thought it was it was just fun. It was just like you said, like you said, it's almost like a Universal yeah, Monsters movie. I didn't hate the like, movie. It just I think it's not like, as good as the ones you have to think about who you're going to root for. Yeah, you really have to think about it. It's gory suck. as fuck, by the way. Yeah, and and you brought up the the hypnosil. That's just throughout the. <laughs> Throughout the whole series, because yeah. it's in part three. I like yeah, that they brought introduced. back something from part three in that movie. I mean, that's probably one thing I do like about it. Yeah. I like the hypno seal. Well, I liked. I I love uh, uh, the heroine. I mean, uh, she's fucking awesome. Um, I I liked all the actors in the in the film. Yeah. Um, I like the special effects. There's a lot of now that I'm talking about it more. It's like, man, I do remember liking it more than I did. What about Scott Farkas from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dead in the bathtub. Yeah. Uh, there's there's some lot so many good scenes in the film. Yeah. Uh, See, the I more just, you think about it, the more you're like, man, I did. Did you have fun watching it? And that's the thing. Yeah. That's 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 how I rank some of these. Like, how much fun did I have while I was watching it? And I got those sweet Ash versus Freddy versus Jason comics. So was, remember the action figures that came out, like the whole yeah. Predator Pre- Predator versus Alien, and then they did the uh, the Freddy versus Jason one. Yeah. And what that, about what about when Freddy plays pinball with Jason in that one scene? That was really cool. That made me really happy, Dave. I was really I, was, <laughs> I really liked that scene. Freddy playing pinball. He's, yeah. And he's I know. just like. Ding, 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 ding. Like, uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, okay. So <laughs> we don't agree. Uh, we, we can agree to disagree, okay? Um, On this, yes, we can. Oh, God. But I, like I said, MTV trash done right. Yeah. So that's your number five. That's my number five. Ace. Mine is Dream Warriors. Wow. Which is probably lower than what everybody else's. That's fine. If only for. All the kids in this movie are the most annoying people on the planet. That's why I put it lower. That girl who's see? like, Freddy's dead. in my dreams, I'm bad. <laughs> like that's If only for her saying, I hate that. And yeah, but when you were a kid, that shit was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. You wanted watch, it. You jerked off to that mohawk so many times. <laughs> watching it uh, now versus watching it then, you were like, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, the Dream Warrior song rules. Got some um, into the fire. Yeah, the, yeah. The soundtrack's great. Um, that's where like Freddy starts becoming a part of the mainstream. You know, starts getting into like toys, video games, like board games. Oh, like, this is everything. It. Like this yeah. is like hits. This movie also has my favorite Freddy quote, which is whenever she's in her room and her mom's like knocking on the door. And then he like comes there and he's like, I said, where's the fucking bourbon? Yeah. He's like, Cause you were in Kentucky, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the <laughs> my favorite Freddy quote in any movie. Um I think uh they also this one was like uh Wes Craven originally they wanted him to because they didn't like two so much to so come back and save us, Wes Craven. And I think his original one was kind of more towards what uh New Nightmare was supposed to be where Freddy would come back and be in the real world and yeah, it was. stuff like that. And they were like, no, 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 no. That's not, we're not going to do that. They've done that many times in this series. If you dig into the movies, they'll be like, the person who actually came up with part two it actually became the dream child. Yeah. Yeah. She Like the person who wrote it, she was like, hey, this is my concept. And they're like, no. And then they just ripped it off for part, uh, whatever, fuck, part five. <laughs> yeah. But I do, I do like this movie a lot. I, there's not, I only put it lower because like, Every kid, every 
There's the kid who doesn't talk, which is you know, he's not really annoying. But you got, uh, I mean, it has those great scenes where he's like, "Here's your big break in prime time." He's like, "Welcome to prime time, bitch." <laughs> it has that. It has. It has all the good. The good one-liners. Yeah, in it has all the good quotes. Uh, all the stuff that people people say all the time. I don't know, like the one guy where he's supposed to be really strong and he bends the chair and he's like, "Come King- on, Freddie, you pussy!" <laughs> like I just like, like I, that's Kincaid. like super Kincaid. eye. Kincaid is super eye rolling. Like I just all of those things were cool when I was a kid, though. Yeah, <laughs> when I saw that shit, I. I loved all of the characters, and I still do. I'm yeah. the, wizard the wizard master. The wizard master in his chair. I'm just like, God. Man. Ira, like, Ira, oh, man. He's like, I can't yeah. wait to get whenever I got that in, in this on my on my list here, yeah. That was one it. where I didn't feel bad for the kid getting killed. I was like, nah, dude. You're like, you're just like, he does the dumbest shit. He runs. Like, Listen to him. He's just like, you fucking nerd. You fucking nerd. I got news for you, what buddy. shoving that guy in a locker? <laughs> you're going to get your ass kicked in a room full of nerds. I'm going to hit you with my VHS. <laughs> The dumbest thing he does, though, is like you can shoot lasers and like electricity out of your hands, and like he runs fucking, straight toward him. Like, yeah, why do you run two feet? Like Next, Emperor Palpatine stayed all the way the fuck back there, say, but you're like, you I'm got, gonna run. You got dark Jedi fucking powers, and you're like, I'm gonna be right next to you. Oh, god damn it! Uh, so my part, my part five is actually a new nightmare. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Tell me what you like about New Nightmare, Steve. I love that. I like I like the New Nightmare a lot. It's I mean we're getting to the halfway mark here. Yes. Yes. Um, what do I like about it, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> I had snot in my fucking throat. My uvula was being attacked by a fucking slimer. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> New Nightmare. What I like about New Nightmare is everything about New Nightmare. I don't hate any of the characters. I think that I love the whole meta thing before we even knew what the fuck that term was. I liked, um, and you can see where we're going with this. Uh, and I'll let you jump into that later. I'm talking about Scream, but like, this is the beginning of it. Like, I had seen a movie called Man Bites Dog, which was kind of the first meta film I'd ever seen. Oh, yeah, that movie's fucked up. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really I probably good. saw a little too young, but it doesn't matter. Anyways, I still have the VHS on that wall somewhere. And, um, so this he was, was 25. Like, I was so into that shit. <laughs> Fuck you. That's what Corey said earlier. He's like, he was making fun of my age. I was like, would you say, Corey? Yeah, I was, I was one when the one in 91 came out. Oh, cool. Never mind. This is going to make you feel really old. The first Nightmare on Elm Street I saw in the theater was Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> and you both don't have gray in your hair like Dave and I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck off. Okay, so... Um, I, I liked um, I liked how they revisited the kills. Like we're talking about, like the remake, and they re, they, they redid all the kills. But like the the Tina kill in this one is later in the film with the babysitter, and you which you don't even know if she's like part of it now because yeah. if you watch that movie now, there's like looks that she gives Nancy, and there's like things that she she appears and like doesn't make sense. You're like, am I supposed to trust this person? Like, fuck this person. Are you calling the the child uh, child people on me? He's like, Nancy's going crazy, and I like the whole. Uh, I, I love the writing. I thought it was the movie. The only thing I didn't like about this movie, I thought it was very overlit for uh, a Wes Craven movie one and a, uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. This was the only one I was like, God damn, they just like to light the whole thing with like spotlights. Oh yeah. I loved the uh, the and the Freddy Claw. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it, but I knew what I really I was... like that one. Well, if you look at it, it is the complete. It's, it's a representation of the original movie poster. That's yeah. what his claw looks like on the very first Nightmare on Elm Street Good movie eye. poster. Five claws, right? Not just he doesn't four. have the thumb. I don't remember. I wish I. Oh, I mean, I can pick it up. But anyways, that's the fucking claw from yeah. a new nightmare. And I, I picked up on little things like that. I like the. I like the. Uh, 
behind the scenes of like, oh, it's a special effects artist, and then he they get killed by their own creation. I like yeah. the whole fucking movie. The man. very beginning of the movie, that opening scene was just like a hundred, and then earthquake. Yeah. Which is funny because they made this movie and they thought they overdid the earthquake scene. And then like two weeks later, the real earthquake hit California and did oh, more yeah. devastation because they went out and they were filming it, like filming, uh, I think, pickups. And they were like, oh, shit. Like, I guess we didn't overdo it. Yeah. So, yeah, New Nightmare is, uh, uh, it's a good movie, man. Um, there's some parts, like, there's some things I don't like about it. Like, why is he like fucking, you know, why is he a dark man dra- jacket on? Like, there's little things that try to make it different. Like, the hat is like perfect. Like, there's so many things, but, but the makeup this, looks this, good. The makeup does look good. The effects are great. It's Wes Craven can't act to save his fucking life, which sucks because, you know, rest <laughs> in pictures, buddy. But there's like little things in there I loved. And uh, I don't want to go, because I know Dave has some things he wants to talk about when he gets to that. So, but New Nightmare uh, is my number it's like five. Are you ready yeah. to play Nancy yeah. one more time? Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Guess what my number four is? New Nightmare. New Nightmare. Hit me, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw this movie uh, opening weekend at the theater. Um, it came out. I was like 13 at the time. And were you drunk? My, no. No. I was stone cold sober. <laughs> I think. Um, but my one of my one of my friends, um, he was also a big fan of Nightmare on Elm Street. So we we were like, hey, we got to go see this. My mother would never go for it. So we asked his dad, single dad. <laughs> I was like whatever i'll go buy you tickets he took us up to the cinema so we could see it and we were so stoked the whole time we were so excited that we were actually getting to see one of these movies in the theater now the reasons why i like this movie is like i said the 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 fact that it's a sort of a meta movie and for me i'd never seen anything like that at that time yeah um you know it was really cool it was different going into it blind not knowing you know, it's, I thought it was just going to be another Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I didn't know much about it because... Oh, that's awesome, man. <clears throat> all I knew about it was, you know, like, they were. I saw, like, some trailers. It's like, Freddy's back. Um, the most unbelievable thing about this movie is when John Saxon tells uh, Heather, Heather Langenkamp, like, don't worry about those... Don't worry about those people calling you, because John Saxon probably been like, "I'll fucking kill them." <laughs> like if somebody called John Saxon, he'd just go over and karate chop their heads. Fuck yeah, he would. he'll get his gi out from into the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, watching the movie and going back and rewatching it, I did have it higher on my list, and it actually moved down a little bit. Oh, interesting. But um, I think it was originally my number two. Yeah, that's how mine was. Mine was like number three, I think. And so it went down a little bit, but. Um, I was I was watching I was rewatching it again last night, and uh, I had to I had to send uh, Nate Reagan who did the Scream podcast with us. Yeah, um, I had to send him a question. I was like, "Is there ever been a uh, interview with Wes Craven where somebody has touched on how the first half of this movie, minus all the supernatural shit, and Scream are sort of." There's, there, there, there's a lot of resemblances here because you got being harassed on the phone, which I know Freddy Krueger's done before, a tongue through the phone and everything. I'm your boyfriend now, but, Davey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it even has the same feel. And I know Wes Craven directed that, and he did, but he didn't write Scream, but is it possible that, you know, something, something, there's something there. And you think Kevin a, Williamson saw this and <clears> was like, wow, this is a great idea. Yeah, he's like, it's a great idea. I'll make it better and I'll make him direct my movie. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but you know we couldn't. I was like at one point I was just going down a rabbit hole. You know if you got a conspiracy theory, you can always connect the dots if you're just fucking reaching for grasping for straws. So I was just like, well maybe not. But the first half of this movie is really good. It made Freddy scary again. 
as opposed to where he had just been like just tongue yeah. in cheek, you know, just, jokes. There's there's hardly any jokes in this movie. Yeah, the glove looks really cool. Only things I didn't like, I mean, the end the end of the movie where he's trying to eat the child and his fucking head <laughs> just comes apart. <laughs> like it's, it's and as you said, it's it's it's, it's too bright. It's too bright. If you if you if you'd have backed off on the lights a little bit on that, it yeah. might have looked really really cool. But yeah. overall. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was a great concept. I thought it was, you know, it was very original, especially for me at the time, not 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 knowing what I was walking into. Yeah. That reminded like, me of the part three fucking eating Patricia Arquette scene. Like those little moments, like his yeah. little homages to these other films that he didn't get to be a part of. Right. Yeah. Dig it. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I, I dug it. And when you start putting the pieces together, because it's not just a horror film, it's also a mystery. Yeah. Why is this going on? Yeah, that was going on during actually Heather Langkamp's being being stalked by yeah. a real stalker. She should have just sick John Saxon on him. No, she <laughs> <laughs> karate chop him in half. Ace, uh, my part four, the Dream Master. Ah, uh, this was the first one I saw, and maybe that had it. Maybe that's why I made it a little higher because that's the one I. This one I think I, I brought this up on on a old on a old episode, which. Uh, I was sitting at home one Sunday afternoon. Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four comes on the old uh, Saturday matinee on the on the old uh, Fox Fifty Six back in my hometown. Uh, but yeah, watched that and I was like, "This is like scared the shit out of me when I was a kid." Uh, the roach scene is a fucking ten. I it's, love that. It's great, man. Uh, that's uh, Screaming Mad George, of course, doing more bug Dude, stuff. Totally unsung <laughs> hero. We talked about him on yeah. our Splattermasters episode. Yeah, he's great. He's always doing bug stuff in movies. Uh, I love that. Uh, it's got uh, it moves along really fast, and I think the reason they wanted to do like quick cuts and stuff, uh, they told him uh, to basically kind of direct it based off this uh, like samurai movie. I think somebody had watched, and they were like just quick cuts. We're making this for like the MTV generation. Well, they, you can tell. Yeah. So uh, ripping off samurai movies is a yeah. good idea. It makes you a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, there is some stuff. Um, there was like uh, you know Tuesday night replaced Patricia Arquette, which they probably should have just gave Patricia Arquette the money and had her come back. I mean, yeah, they could afford it. <laughs> like come the same on, thing with like they, Robert England. They didn't want him to be in part two. And yeah, they were like, oh wait, we fucked up, and they ended up paying for him, yeah. paying for him to come back. They should have done the same thing. Yeah, um, I think it said this movie suffered a lot. There was a writer strike going on. Um, had uh, you got Steve Johnson also worked on it, who made the Big mm-hmm. Freddy, which we talked about. Uh, this was at the time was the highest grossing film until Freddy vs. Jason came out. Yeah, this was, of the franchise. Yeah, of the oh, franchise. Nice. Yeah, because um, it made quite a bit. I think it made like. So for almost fifty million on a budget of six point five. Yeah, there's a but the stuff that's dumb is uh, you got the guy who like fights Invisible Freddy, and he's supposed to be like <laughs> he's supposed to be like a karate guy, and he's just throwing like punches in the air. That was so <laughs> like, bad. That's why that <laughs> seems so like stupid. that made it drop lower on my list. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. I, I do just, like he's like in the elevator. And I remember watching that as a kid, like he's in the elevator, and that scared the shit out of me. It was like the elevator's like going down fast, and they could have made something out of that. I think they just like running out of money. Yeah. Plus, they didn't have anybody to write anything good, so they're kind of doing all this on the fly. That's why I dropped lower on my list yeah. because I'm like, goddamn, Patricia, Tuesday night sucks. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And she looks nothing like Patricia I, I didn't like how they brought back the characters and then killed them off. And they actually made him kind of whiny and like, oh, we, we don't believe you. It was like, really? The shit you just went through like yeah. two years ago? They're like, who Bad memories, my power? Steve. Bad memories. It's all that fucking hypnosil they're taking. <laughs> <laughs> it fucks with your memory, man. Oh. That movie was good, but like, I, I like how I like how she just collects pieces of of all of her dead friends <laughs> yeah. and then she sort gains of, their powers she gains their powers and then sort of becomes a badass it's like, like freddy krueger gotta catch them all i like the introduction <laughs> of alice that's why i like her in the in, in the dream child um that character is is a strong character it's great i fucking yeah. hate the beach scene that you're getting ready to, you know, oh that's yeah in the movie you're shitting on right now <laughs> even though it's higher up in your list it's the dumbest glasses and he looks down this is the dumb freddy to me man like it's it's just like broad daylight. Let's put him. I was like, come on. I think the bug scene. I think that really does it for me. And I put it up. I just mainly because that girl turns into a giant roach and it looks so fucking gross. Oh, is that, is that, she's that, like crushes that, it when, when, when he's pushing the the bar down and her fucking her elbows arms snap. Yeah, yeah, it's just oh man. Yeah. yeah, screaming mad George made that list. That's why this. He that's bumped why that so. movie up for me. Yeah, like those effects in there, like are gross, and they still like even watching that now. I'm just like seeing that her arms like break back like that. I'm like, Ugh. it's good. Yeah. Are we on number four now? Four. Number four. What's your four. Mine is the Dream Child. It's a boy. <laughs> why? Everyone's uh, everyone who's listening to this and everyone who's watching this right now on YouTube is like, "Fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> you don't like Freddy movies." He likes um, that weird weird chasing at the end. Dude, He's like, "Come with me, Freddy. So show me, Daddy." Stephen Hopkins, <laughs> yeah. who directed this, directed uh, Predator Two. He directed Ghost in the Darkness. He also did. Uh, he actually did a unseen Dark Tower uh, television show pilot that just came out. Uh, that he made like two years ago, and they never released it because they didn't pick it up because he wanted to change what happened in that awful movie that came out. Yeah. You mean they actually wanted to do it, right? Yes. Yeah, they gave people, <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the direction. Uh, I mean, I made, I made a bunch of notes on this, actually, because th- my first note was like, this actually was on a different part of my list at one time before I rewatched <laughs> it. Uh, the Freddy makeup is by David Miller, who did the original in this, and I think it's the better makeup after part three. You go straight into the uh, part five is just not my favorite. So you get the dream child. I think Freddy is meaner. You haven't seen this mean of a, a Freddy since part two. Like there, there's actually less jokes when that dude turns into the fucking uh, the, the the motorcycle like goo monster yeah. thing. That, that they looks, should make a whole movie out of that. Yeah, that looks that really fucking good. ruled. Um, let's see the, the that fucking dream child. He's the worst thing in it, and I think that's why that ruined the movie for me when I was younger. Is that duck face fucking kid? Uh, what's his name? Whitby Hertford. I wish they would have brought him back in Jurassic Park and had him fucking killed by a Tyranna Dung Dung Ding Dong. <laughs> he's like schools Fuck out T Rex. Jesus Christ! Because he's in the original Jurassic Park. Like yeah. he looks like a big chicken. Yeah. Because you know he's like the, he's making fun of uh, Sam, Sam Neill. And Sam, Sam Neill's Neill. like I'm about to totally destroy this kid. And he makes him cry. <laughs> he's like maybe across the building or inside. He's in that. I wish they would have brought him back for the new ones. And you know what? He would look exactly the same. Oh yeah. He does. He's still got those dead eyes. God fuck me. That's <laughs> dead eyed kid. Uh, but David David Miller killed it with his special effects throughout the whole movie. David Miller also did Night of the Creeps. He did My Science Project, which I love. Um, let's see. Uh, he did the snake in Dragnet. I found the snake. <laughs> 
I made all these little notes because I actually like it. Um, this is the this is the one where you get to see like the thousand maniacs. You see Bob Shea bobbling around yeah. in Robert England, and that's how you hear about like um, um, like how they they hit her away for like nine months, and then she appears. Oh, actually, they talked about it in part three, but this you actually get to see it. I like that yeah. scene. Dave's just shaking his head. A thousand penises. Yeah, they, <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't be like we're doing a head count. She can't be like, oh wait, guys, me, me. Oh, okay, she was right there. I know, but those dudes were totally high. They didn't like her. <laughs> they lost count. And they were like, "Yeah, oh, pretty good." There's enough crazies down there. <laughs> that's, a, that's good. They'll be here when we get back. You Why? Get, it's a holiday weekend. <laughs> you just leave them by themselves. Yeah. Christmas or is it Halloween? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, what is it? Fucking Columbus Day. You guys can't uh, be bothered to make sure God somebody's not damn it. There's little government regulation back then. <laughs> this movie was shot in four weeks. It looks amazing. Uh, only like I think what eight million dollars or something like that. I forgot. Um, you've got. Uh, Shit, yeah, eight million dollars, and it made twenty-two million in return. So that's pretty good for like an eight million dollar movie. Yeah. A shot in four weeks, and you can see every dollar on the screen. Oh, yeah. It's still all practical for the most part. Um, so Freddie looks great. I like his voice because they change his voice in different movies, and it, it irritates the shit out of me. And they started doing that in part three, by the way. Yeah, uh, the end credits has a fucking rap. Fuck y'all. Oh, is that the one with the, the fat boy? Yeah. Look, all right, the, the, the fat boy Bruce song. Bruce Dickinson has a song in it. It's the original Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter with his band before they, you know, like oh, put it yeah. in the Iron Maiden uh, catalog. This is, like, there's so many little things. When I went back and watched it, I was making notes, and you're like, oh, check mark, check mark. I was like, fuck, I like this movie way more now than I ever, ever did because of this week. So thank you, Gore Club Podcasts, that are making me <laughs> uh, like this movie more than I did. Yeah, Kumo cool, cool D does Let's Go. It's the last song on it. Fucking wasp song. The uh, there's actually the Vincent Price laugh from Thriller is the is the last thing you hear before the the rap kicks in. I made a shit ton of notes. I'm not going to go through all of them, man. But yeah, uh, I, I was super excited that I changed my mind on this. I, I thought I was like, I'm going to make people mad. I'm going to piss people off, and I probably did. But hopefully, I've changed your mind with me uh, just creaming all over it. <laughs> well, now, now now since you brought up uh, the Fat Boys, I just want to talk about that movie Orderlies. <laughs> Shit. Was it disorderly? Disorderly. <laughs> disorderly, that's right. The fat boys. God, I miss them. Anyway, that's my part four. Dave, <laughs> what's your part three? Part three, number four. <laughs> 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 See, this is this, this I don't even have to say much. We just said it. Um God. Yeah, it makes it easier. It's like, well, I like it. But next. <laughs> <laughs> well, we 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 just talked about it. I mean it it. I I didn't mind. I mean, so they had Tuesday night as as Kristen. Whatever. I didn't care. She wasn't in the movie very fucking long. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Um, it's like what's her face? You know, from, uh, she had to give her power away. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I did like how it was a continuation. Like I said, yeah. you know, the rest of them are a continuation and connected some way, shape, or form. Um, I did like uh, the the tense moment where they're like, "We gotta go, we gotta go now." And they get in the truck and then they go into the house. Yeah, and then they get out and they're like, "Let's go save him." And then they go back and they're like, "We gotta go now." And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, it's by like, the way, that dude can't act to save his fucking life. No, he, it's like a real dream. Yeah, just like repeating the same thing Ooh, over yeah. and over. Yeah, so it was like that a, was a great sequence actually. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I I I enjoyed this movie because I think of this one. And it's gonna ruin my other one, but I think this one and Dream Warriors is the same. It's one movie. It's one long movie. That's how I look at it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, but so. four, yeah, four into five to me. You know, because you got you get Alice, and for some reason she goes from redhead to blonde. But whatever. It's hair dye, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even remember what happened three years ago. Uh, no shit. Um, also, her brother. Uh, I have to go off her brother in part four. That also is really annoying. 
where he's like, hello, baby. <laughs> like the, the he likes like, the big bopper. It's like, yeah, kids in the 80s were really into the big bopper because they get that reference. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really weird. You watch some of these older movies and you see all these old classic cars that are worth thousands and thousands of dollars now and they're just fucked up like in part two. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I thought, I thought uh, it was cool to see Kincaid come back. It was cool to see, you know, the whole Where's death of Kincaid. No, well, they were. They, it was just to segue into the movie. Like I said, no, it's true. It's the same. It's it, it's it's all one long movie. But um, I did enjoy this movie uh, more than some of the other ones. I like um, when he's in the he's in like the uh, gray the old cars yard there, and he's like he's like Freddie's back. <laughs> it's like Kristen. Let's and just piss on his bones and bring him back. <laughs> yeah, Dude, get yeah. the fuck and that out of fucking here. dog. That dog does not like him. It's that the dog, worst because his dog Jason. Yeah, his dog Jason that was dreaming with him. Like I'm never going to sleep around my dog now because that dog was just like, you know what? Fuck you. You didn't give me the kibble that I wanted. I wanted wet food. You didn't give it to me. You didn't take me outside. I shit on the carpet and I'm resurrecting Freddy Krueger. I'm gonna piss, piss fire and bring back the dream killer. <laughs> that dog. That dog did that on purpose. Oh my god. Vengeful, spiteful animal. So let's talk about it a little bit before we get into Ace's. It's like the bending of the rules in these movies. Like, obviously, that dog, it doesn't piss fire. Yeah. In, but this is the real world. Like, they do that a lot. Starts in part two, really. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, so you can do this and now, but now you're in the dream world, but now you're in the reality and you can still have powers there. They do it in part three. They do it in, like, when he, all of a sudden he has power enough to make his skeleton come to life in the real world. And then, and, like, in yeah. part, oh, God, you know, that, that just irritated the fuck out of me. As a horror nerd, picking apart every little thing, and now I'm way more relaxed. I just want to enjoy, like you said, about watching other movies. Like, did I have fun? Yeah. Well, goddamn it, I don't want to have fun at Iron Man Streets. I want to be uncomfortable. I want you to follow the rules. Follow the rules. <laughs> you want to be uncomfortable? Watch a Serbian film. Fuck <laughs> you, Dave. Don't watch these and have fun, Steve. Come okay, on. Ace, go ahead. My part three, part two. Ah! Part three, part two. And it was at one time part two would have been my number two, but. Uh yeah, part three. I've always loved this movie. Uh, the first time I saw you mean it, part two. Yeah, I've always loved part two. Yeah, uh, for, since the first time I saw it, uh, that's opening scene. They're on the bus and it turns into the nightmare. They're going over the cliff and it's just bouncing there. And Freddie's like going down the bus, running his claws up the thing, and like he wakes up and like that. That shit gave me nightmares when I was a kid seeing that because I was like, that's just that's just a fucking scary scene. And it's like the last scary Freddie. Yeah, I mean, he makes a few jokes. You know, he's like, you know, he pull he pulls back his skin. He sees his brain. He's like, he's like, you got the body, and I got, I got the, brain. the brain. Like, I love that. You like uh, the part where the kids at the the party are like, "Hey, man, it's okay, it's okay, man, <laughs> it's okay. We're here it's for a, you. It's okay, man. You don't have to kill anybody. I'm your friend." <laughs> it's like he's a crisis center kid on the weekend or something. <laughs> when he but tonight, he's eating hot dog, drinking beer, and listening to fucking bad music. People hate that scene because it breaks all the rules. He's like, he's in the real world now, and he's attacking these people. Yeah. This is different but, though. This movie's different when you're breaking the rules for the reality. I, think. I like the whole point is, is that he's able to take over somebody's body. Yeah, I he's like to sleep. The guy right. that wrote it said he was trying to write a possession movie. Whether you want to really take him, like he was like, I didn't know any of this stuff that people said about it later on. Which at that same, I was with like you. I did like when I saw it when I was a teenager. I didn't pick up on any of that stuff. That dude's lying. Yeah, he's also <laughs> lying too. Like he didn't. He confronts uh, him in the documentary. It's yeah, great. it's the, great. The documentary is really good. If you ever watched that uh, Scream Queen 
My Nightmare. It's really good. Everybody Mark watch Patton it. rules Mark Patton. in this movie. Yeah, the deadly dinosaur. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, the car. <laughs> yeah, talking about Dave's like old car. Yeah, but dude, like I didn't realize he was like an accomplished actor at the time. Like he was coming up. He did some like Broadway shit, and like I didn't even know that. Uh, anyway, yeah, the, uh, Jamie, the Jimmy Dean uh, thing. Yeah, back to this uh, five yeah, and dime. So he was Dean, like Jimmy a known Dean. actor at the time. Like so. What did you think about the dogs with people faces? Did you uh, like that? That, that looks cool? so bad. Now, that's something I don't like. <laughs> okay. Here, I love but... the action figure of it, but I hate the fuck, and that part in the movie. Even back then, I was like, oh, that looks bad. The whole end of this movie is The just... first time I rented this on I'm VHS, there, baby. it was so dark when I first watched this on VHS, I couldn't even see that there were dogs that had fucked up faces. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, we talked about that one time. Yeah, I couldn't even see. I was like, why is he scared of the They just look like regular dogs because the tape was so dark. Fucking, fucking fathers out there cooking, cooking hot dogs, listening to the <laughs> The Charleston or whatever yeah. the fuck, oh, God. and then mom to get him to go away. She's like, "I'm gonna go fuck your dad so y'all can have a party." I, yeah. I'm totally down, dude. With the, the party scene when they're in the little bungalow. Uh, well, I'll just take that back. When they go up to the guy's room, and he's like, "I need to stay with you tonight." <laughs> they're in the room, and they're like, he starts like Freddie starts coming out of his body, and he like steps out of him, and then he like puts his hat on and like stares like. That whole scene is amazing. All the practical effects. It's awesome. Freddy like cool. comes out of his body. The eyeballs like in his mouth. Yeah, like, beating on his door like dad, dude. Dad, all that. Dad. Yeah. Fucking Robert Rustler, baby. No that shit. whole scene's a ten. Oh, that I mean that alone. When he jumps out and he's like, "You are all my children." That scene, dude, is I, awesome. I mean, I love that, dude. Yeah. Like, and see, also my number three is Freddy versus. I mean, it's Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Freddy is is uh, is uh, Freddy's revenge. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm on it. Uh, that's and, and but I am sad because when I this was my number two as well. Yeah. I've loved it since I was a kid. I'm still have the VHS that I stole from my dad's video store <laughs> right here in my hand. Uh, man, I mean, you got fucking Quato as your as your as your school teacher as, as a fucking oh, gym yeah. teacher. It's I fucking about that. It's fucking Quato. That's man. why he was wearing that leather to keep him in. Yeah, my skin whipped or like <laughs> towel whipped just on his bare ass. <laughs> like, I like all of the actors. I thought it was a great idea. Um, I mean, this is all reflection. Like like now, I'm like. Yeah. Remembering now, but back when I was a kid, I just liked it because Freddy was still scary. I didn't have anything to compare it to except for the first film, and it's the same DP from the first film. Um, there were so many things about this movie that, that worked for me. He's still scary. He's not joking too much. Um, I love the makeup. Kevin Yeager took over the makeup yeah, from David Miller. Yeah, the makeup's Miller. great. He looks like more of a witch, which is the original idea. If you yeah. look at some of those old, old... Um, when uh, uh, Freddy was being like made up, and he had like the huge witch nose, they brought he brought all of that back. It looks great. Yeah, I gave him new dentures. Um, he's even more burnt in this film, I think. Uh, I, I just liked, and it was he's a little bit more stylized. He doesn't get over the top like in Dream Warriors or even like uh, um, uh, the Dream Master. But yeah, this movie, dude, it's like. It's so fucking great when I was a kid. The parakeet scene, what the? That's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. That's the scene but, that Wes Craven said, I can't do this movie. Yeah. He didn't like that, and he didn't like the ending, which was. Oh, good. The, the ending <laughs> is that that, when I went back and watched it, she makes and we showed it not too long ago at the Gore Club, um, and uh, that scene, I was just like, wait, so love makes you melt, and you're afraid of fire. We were just talking about Jason being afraid of water, yeah. and now he's like, oh, no. Why don't you just get a pair of ruby red slippers out and be clicking together and be like, there's no place like home. Same difference. I love at this you, point. Lisa. I love you. Shut the fuck yeah. up, dude. That was the word. Yeah. But I, the, all the gay subtext, I, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I didn't. It yeah. never occurred to me until we were at, I think we were at Horror Hound and he was showing the trailer for, for, for the documentary. I was like, 
Huh. Okay, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, see it. One of my gay friends was, uh, they're the one that brought me uh, into into their room and and was like, no, no, this movie has gay subtext. Fright Night, you know, uh, they were the ones and uh, they they pointed out all these movies that are like, because coming from a gay person, I didn't, you know, I didn't see what they saw. And that's how I knew, not when I was a kid, because that's bullshit. Like, anybody who tells you that usually is lying. Yeah. but I, I I found that out like in the late '90s, and they were like, "No, Steve, come over here, check this out." Like, Fright Night is all about the gay neighbor. Yeah, uh, they they say these little bitty things. It's like, "Oh, I get it now." And like when you said, like he he he's like, and you you're in my room instead. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Like you run away from the girl who who wants to fuck you in the yeah. cabana or whatever the hell you say. And then, and then he says like, "You want to sleep with me instead?" Well, yeah. the guy the guy <laughs> writes it as if like the guy wrote the ending duh, is bad because like. It comes across as like you know all he needs is one good girl to save him you know like which you know she like makes out with him and all of a sudden he's like she's like making out with Freddie <laughs> and he like and then and comes, that tongue comes out yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, Kevin Yeager's yeah. effects and Mark Sostrom who did Evil Dead Two worked together on this movie that's why the effects yeah. look good except for the fucking dog faces the dog faces it's, yeah it they doesn't fucking look, phone that shit in it did. they're like we got some fucking spirit of Halloween masks we'll and just, some KY we'll just put these on these Rottweilers and we'll be fine yeah it looked worse than the one from Invasion of the Body Snatchers at least like that one it was yeah. like stop motion almost or whatever although if I broke into somebody's house and I saw that running for me I would be more terrified of that than I would of a Rottweiler <laughs> yeah See, and those scared the shit out of me because like that's what my <laughs> nightmares look like they look that shit <laughs> <laughs> thank you Corey your nightmares are very lo-fi uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Fonda Ray's uh, Touch Me Baby song great scene oh yeah <laughs> No, no. That's how I put away my clothes every night. You know, Clue Gulliger <laughs> actually got hurt during that parakeet scene. By the real parakeet? Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a little, I, I, made a, actually, I made a shit ton of notes. I'm not going to go through them all. But Christopher Young's music, uh, I love him. He did uh, Hellbound. He did Flight 2. Um, let's see. Like I said, the same DP uh, is in this film from the first film. I... <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hated the parakeet scene, but I loved the pool scene. Yeah, um, Freddy is consistently evil in this movie. I love. I'm glad they actually made a, an action figure with him, actually with the missing part of his skull, so you could see yeah, his brain, all I that love kind of that. stuff. So yeah, uh, I, mean, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. So we really can't don't need to dig into part two. Right, it's a great movie, and but it did go lower on my list because of the fucking ending. Yeah. I love you, Lisa. Yeah, but I'm afraid of fire and. Yeah, I'm gonna melt because you'll love me. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's so not good. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the fucking the, phoned it in. Yeah, the last the ending part I love with the the bus. I love the beginning, like the whole uh, like the model scene where the whole where the yeah. world falls away and it's just the bus teetering. Those scenes like that are so fucking cool, man. Yeah, I love that. Dave, what's your part two? Dream Warriors. Yeah, me too. <laughs> man, this movie was good. What about you, Ace? <laughs> My part two. New Nightmare. Oh, <laughs> New yeah. Nightmare. All right, so we, me and Steve can talk about Dream Warrior and our love for <laughs> Dokken for a couple minutes. Rocking with Dokken. Everything about this movie was awesome, man. Yeah. Like, this is one of the earlier ones that I remember seeing. I remember seeing, you know, the first one, obviously. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even think I saw that first. I think I saw Dream Warriors first. Um, <clears throat> everything about this movie is really cool. I mean, you, you bring back, uh, Nancy comes back. Uh, she's older now. She's she's older now. She's a doctor. She's helping out these troubled youths in their dreams. She's wearing the worst outfits ever. 
<laughs> She's supposed to be an adult. It's five. Was it five? You know, the oh. part two is five years later. So here we go. Part sense. I wrote all this down. Part three takes place one year after the second movie. The second movie takes place five years after the first movie. Six years. Which would make this 1990, not 1987. Part four would be 91, five, 92. Freddy's Dead is supposed to be 10 years from now, which would have been 2001, which really should have been 2003, which means when he killed that kid, he should have been playing a PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ace. For, on the scene reporter. Yeah. <laughs> Back to this movie. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. <laughs> Holy shit. Good one. All right, so... Uh, yeah, Dream Warriors, man. I think the cast is great. I think the kills in this are great. I think it's weird how, how Freddie uh, Fishburne's great. Uh, Lori La- 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 Lawrence Fishburne. I said Lori Larry, 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 Larry Fishburne. Um, I think it's weird how he uh, made out with the mute kid, but whatever. <laughs> like it's just weird because he does that sometimes. Freddie likes to make out with kids. That's it's okay. It's, it's, he it, was a rapist. Yes, he's. Uh, I think that I think that Jesse would be too old for him at this point. But you got to kill the kids that you got away. But it was. Uh, I like the way it was set up. I like the the. I like the kills. I like the uh, the puppet kill where he, where he marches them up, marches them up to the uh, tower and just throws them off. Oh yeah, Freddie hanging over like a marionette. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's Bradley Gregg. He's actually one of my favorite characters that they didn't. Keep along around long enough, but his death scene so awesome. And when he murders Jaja Gabor, that was pretty cool too. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that kid was in like uh, class of 1999 or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's in uh, uh, the fucking uh, Stand by Me. I like him a lot. Go ahead. Good. Sorry. He usually plays a prick, but he was. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but he's a nice guy in this movie, and he had to die for it. <laughs> um. But uh, this one goes into the whole, like, we can control our dreams, which is something I've always wanted to do, but apparently you can't do. That's not true. I used to be able to do it. Some people can do it, but I can't fucking do it. I can't do it anymore, and it's sad. Um, but, like I said, you get, you, get, you get everybody's personalities in it. The Wizard Master, and we've sort of already <laughs> talked about that. The, Idiot. The punk rocker, she's just a badass you know, hex junkie. Um, Dude's an hex junkie. Hex junkie. She's oh, a, I'll use a hex junkie. Hex junkie. Like, she likes the yeah, spells. When she, when she gets when she hex gets killed, girls. he puts the uh, needles in there. And yeah, it's like the sucking mouths. I have that I T-shirt where it's like it has Freddy with the needle fingers, and it says like "Let's get high on it." Yeah, <laughs> our friend did that. Uh, fucking uh, London, nineteen eighty-eight made that, made that shirt, and it's been ripped off since. Like the Dare shirt, I think yeah. is that what it is. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, and it's Christopher Ott. If anybody wants to know and, and the check girl, out his stuff, the girl that gets killed in the TV—that's that. Like, Jennifer. A, lot, a lot of the iconic kills are sort of in this movie. A yeah. lot of the movie, a lot of the kills that you think of, um, but yeah, the skeleton at the end. Whatever, who gives a shit? <laughs> that scene is awesome. It's great. I think Doug Beswick did that scene. Did the uh, stop uh, motion? It's and very stuff. Jason of the Argonauts. Yeah, he's been around forever, even even at this point, and uh, he's a name in the in the in the industry. And that, that scene kicks ass. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> he's like somebody's messing with my boners. I'll be right back, guys. And, and, go, and go kills John Saxon. And it bought, yeah. bought him just the time. But I like the concept of the movie that that they can control their dreams yeah. and they can do whatever they want and they can. Get John Saxon to kill them. <laughs> you have, Steve's actually got a John Saxon. John Saxon. I got a John stabbing, Saxon action figure stabbing, stabbing Freddy. Freddy. And it's the same size Freddy from that fell over in part four. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Go ahead. I'm John Saxon. Go ahead. No, no, Steve. You tell me what you like about this movie. I'm just confused. Oh, now. no, no. We're good to me. Go ahead, Dave. What's your favorite? Oh. 
Yeah, well, oh. I, I'm t- I don't need to talk about it anymore. Oh, I do, okay. I'm just saying. saying we're we're both talking about. Where's the, same the fucking movie. bourbon? Yeah. I'm all about Kentucky, baby. Yeah, there are uh, some good, good. Angelo Bad Elementi score fucking rules. Larry Fishburne was great. Uh, the dude from Body Double, Craig Wasson, he's in the. Oh yeah. The, it's a it's a, um, a Brian De Palma film called Body Double. Body and it's, Double. It's I very love much, Body Double. Dude. I do too, and it's got some campy scenes like that yeah. whole fucking spinning around 360 scene where they're making yeah. out for no reason. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out Body Double. It's like Brian De Palma's Hitchcock film. Uh, rear window, but it's yeah. way more fucked up, and I so love all good. the actors. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Chuck Russell, who directed The Blob, directed this fucking movie. Um, this is the intro of Hypnosil, and the it's just a, anti, the psychotic suppressant and dream suppressor, or whatever the fuck, night, night, like suppresses night terrors. This is where it gets introduced. Uh, let's see. I said that I like uh, Bradley Gregg. He's one of my favorites in this movie, and actually, I like the uh, Ira, who plays the Wizard Master. I thought they could have done so much more with that fucking character. They could have made him a kick-ass. They could have. They could have. And what a waste of, why Why do you have to kill the nerd off like he's an idiot? He should be the smartest one in this fucking room when they're all doing like. He's been running the dungeon modules for years. Motherfuckers. <laughs> he's just going to run straight for him. What is he, a level one? <laughs> <laughs> you got John Saxon. You need a cop in your movie? John Saxon, baby. Absolutely. And, and it was great that they brought him back from part one. And he's a fucking piece of shit in this movie. He's an alcoholic. He is yeah. an alcoholic. Well, I mean, he life's tough, dude. You'd fucking drink if you'd been through all this you shit. You killed a fucking child murderer that was that was let free on yeah. a technicality. So you routed everybody up and you fucking killed them. They came back and killed half the town's kids. Yeah. Your ex-wife got sucked through a window. Your ex-wife is dead. <laughs> oh He'd God. be fucking drinking too. Um, let's see what else. I, I okay. So this to me is the breaking point when. Freddy becomes funny or cool up to the point where he uh, kills Jennifer, which is with the television. He's still dark. He's still mysterious. He's still like you don't really see his face. When he comes out of that TV, which is a great fucking moment. He's like, welcome to prime time, bitch. After that, it's like now it's one liner. It's every time you kill somebody because that one everybody remembers and it's super cool. And I bet when they were on set, they're like, well, we got to add more of that. Oh, yeah. Bob Shea saw that being made, and he was like, oh, we need some more of that in this movie. And, you know, for his, for as far as dollars making sense, it did make sense because that movie, this movie blew the doors off of everything. They were always good. Like, the first two were good. Second one wasn't what, what, what people wanted, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. This is the one that they're like, this cemented him as a child fucking Halloween costume from the rest of your life. Yeah. But I just remember that scene, and even going back and rewatching it again because I did, uh, this week, just, I was like, you know, I know this movie like backwards and forwards, but I wanted to like really kind of dictate when things jump the shark, and that was the scene. And then after that, you notice that he, there's lots more harsh light on his face. Like t- towards the end, you could just see Freddy like all the way. Yeah. There's no mystery anymore, and his voice always like changes from modulation. It's like, hey, and he's like, oh, and he's like, hey, and he's like, oh, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? There's like little things that I I never liked, and um. Dream Warriors actually went up on my list. It used to be further down. So watching it again brought it forward. It would have been a weird movie if Wes Craven had been able to come back. But he was doing Deadly Friend at the time, yeah. which I'm thankful for. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he wrote the, like, the spec script for this. Through well, basketball. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about that sometime. I wish he would have directed this. <laughs> but this is, like you said, this is where it kicked off. Because then they made the Commodore 64 game. They made the Nintendo game. The fucking masks like, that came out. They made the masks. The they, first time they made masks. You know, gloves. You, you get a fucking Nintendo game. That's That's... It's good shit right there. A Nintendo uh, game that nobody liked to play. Did anybody notice that this was a Christmas movie? 
Nobody notices was it, that. Was it a Christmas movie? Not a lot of people notice this. When he, when, when, uh, when the doc is going to sleep at the end, everybody's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy fucking dies, uh, which was a big fucking moment for this movie, and it changed people's like, whoa, we don't. It, it was almost like another yeah. Janet Lee mo- scene, but at the, at the end of the film, um, you know, somehow they fall in love and they shouldn't because they're both coworkers. But at the end, when he's falling asleep, they zoom into his house and his, in the front of his house has got Christmas lights. I'm that idiot. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's a Christmas movie. Maybe they're just fucking lazy. The movie came out in February. I know. But I'm <laughs> yeah. just telling you that if you watch it again, like, you know, the, how they zoom in on the house and the light comes on, he's like, ah, and it goes off. Right before they go into his bedroom, they zoom into his, his little smaller house and there's Christmas lights on the bushes. Maybe he had him on for a whole year. I don't know. <laughs> Power was man. cheaper then. This movie did really good, man. It oh, made it killed. Some, it made some money. It was fighting neck and neck with Lethal Weapon there for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fuck with Lethal Weapon. There was a lot of good movies that came out that year, man. But yeah, uh, that was that's my number two. Ace, what's your my number, number two? two? Was New Nightmare. New Nightmare. New Nightmare. Why'd uh, you like it? We've we talked about this in a lot already, but uh, so. I've, I've rented this movie when it came out. Always loved it. Did your friend's dad take you to it, go see it? Rewatched it. No. Uh. I like that he put a new twist on it. Uh, I like how Freddy looks, his where his skin is like splitting open. Yeah. Whereas he's not so much as a burn victim. It's kind of, um, and he's just kind of like the fable that comes to life. And uh, I like how it's written very well. I like all the meta stuff. I think some of the effects still hold up. I mean, they do the same effect in the hospital, dragging her up the wall, and he's like, let's please skin the cat. Yeah. And like all that. Um, I think an underrated character in this movie is that creepy as a doctor. And she's like, Mrs. Langenkamp, have you been showing your <laughs> kid to your films? That fucking actress always gets on my nerves, but yeah. that's how her characters always are. Oh, yeah. And she's so yeah. intense in the movie, and I love that. And she's like, let's cut out the evil. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think like, I think that's great. Uh, it does have kind of the, you know, get some old school Freddy. There's not a whole lot of over-the-top jokes. The only thing that brings it down for me is the uh, the annoying kid. Who's like from Robo or uh, from Kindergarten Cop? That uh, fucking kid, Miko, <laughs> is that, uh, Miko Hughes. Wasn't Miko it? Hughes, yeah. I love Miko Hughes, but in this movie, his acting is shit. Like I, one of my favorite movies he's ever did is called Jack the Bear, and he's great in it. Yeah. But he's mute. Yeah, <laughs> for most of the movie, he's traumatized. He he's traumatized by Gary Sinise, and it's bad. But uh, yeah, that kid did whatever. What every every kid did when they found out about Freddy Krueger. They taped knives to their hands like fucking yeah, idiots. I did that. <laughs> and I used to chase my sister around. Yeah, yeah, you just tape knives to your hands and you tear off somebody like ah, I'm Freddy Krueger, or like spoons, whatever you have. Yeah, <laughs> silverware. He's got the he's got the little dinosaur he carries around, which is kind of annoying. Oh, with the claw uh, marks on. Yeah. yeah, I do like how intense Robert England is in the movie. Like whatever they call, she calls Robert England on the phone and he doesn't pick up, and it's his voicemail, and he's just like, I'm not home right now. <laughs> he's become Jack Palance just leave a message <laughs> it's like the most intense voicemail you've ever you're my number one guy yeah, it sounds exactly like that but it's like but at the same time he's like on the TV show and he's just like hamming it up in front of everybody just like ah. and that's great because they're showing you like Wes Craven is making fun of all the sequels and what yeah. Freddy became Yeah, he's like great. I fucking hate what you did to my character and there was a big falling out between Bob Shea and he and he was like there's a problem what let's talk about it and he's like one you owe me a shit ton of money because i i pretty much <laughs> yeah. saved your fucking company and two you you didn't use my ideas and you know it's you didn't take my take my take my word for me i could have came back for part two and this was the one he was like do whatever you want and he's like okay 
I'm going to make it where he's not even a child killer. Like, this is not the Freddy Krueger you want it to be. This is my Freddy Krueger, and it's, like you said, he's like a, a fantasy monster. Yeah. Like, he's not even connected to the Elm Street children in this movie. Yeah. It's really a totally original character. And I, yeah. I, I would, I've always loved this movie. I thought it was great. Uh, that's been all I got on that one. No, it's great, man. Yeah. I, lo- I love it. And, covered it. <clears throat> yeah. Before we go to the next one, which, which is, is obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just think about it. So, if, like, say, say this happened today, and Freddy Krueger would come back. And have to like if it wasn't the boomer generation, he would have been done with all these kids in one movie. We're all sitting here one night and we're like all of a sudden talking about guy with razor hands and then Ace's eyes will all go up and you <laughs> sit back in your chair and Corey's like, What? <laughs> and we're all like tortured by Freddy Krueger. <laughs> we're all like, you know, well, I'm fucking fifty, but like you're all like, I'm the old man. I can't believe her. You had the same dream. Yeah. Dave? You? I don't dream. I don't know something that's absolutely wrong if I had a dream. What? That, that don't dream. I can't remember the last time I had a dream. Like I'm way too drunk to dream. <laughs> just <laughs> like seriously, too drunk. It's a weird too thing. Drunk. It's a weird thing. And if somebody could, somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, you got some sort of trauma." <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I do. I don't know. But oh, I don't man. know about it, it. How long has this been going on? Let's talk about this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who prescribed you the hypnosil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody just gives it to me. Damn. Yeah. I, I've I dreamed so amazing when I was a kid that uh, I like I said I had dream skills. I could wake up out of a dream. And be like that either was fucking terrifying or not, and go back into it if I wanted to. I could when if I remembered if I realized what the, I was dreaming in the dream, I could start changing things. This yeah. was when I was younger. I mean, I like in my you know I, I could do it up to my my twenties. I don't know, but I, I could also speed read. Like I read the stand in twenty four hours. Wow, just speed read. I could retain it all. And I was talking about last night because we started watching like the the new stand because I never got around to it. Ooh. And I remember reading the whole fucking because I have the unabridged version, like a thousand. Pages. Oh yeah, I read that in one day. Um, so things change when you get old, guys. It sucks. Yeah. Your eyesight. That's Fuck off. Change. I am wearing glasses. <laughs> if you watch the old Gore Club podcast, I didn't wear glasses. So what's everybody's number one? The original. The original. You know why? Because it's the best fucking the movie best. out of all, yeah. all of them. It's a, it, it's scary. It's a horror film, man. Yeah, this it is changes an actual everything. a horror film, and it changes a lot. It came out in that time where... Everybody was trying to find the next big thing. 1984. We, we had we had Michael Myers and we had you know Jason, uh, Jason Voorhees. Well, Jason, so, like when this came out, Jason was already dead because it was the final Friday came out shortly before this movie came out. Right, and they're trying to find something, and then here comes Wes Craven with this script and this idea. He's still young. He's still making kick-ass movies. I'm mean, nothing. He didn't make them till the end of his life, but like you know, Last House on the Left. Uh, fucking hills have eyes, you know. Yeah. Like, like he was trying to do break new grounds, even like his less uh, uh, the deadly, not deadly friend, but the other one, the other one we talked with. Um, oh goddamn, where they're on the farm, they're all Satanists. I forgot. Deadly blessing. That's it. Okay. But at this point, you're, th- you're he's still young. He's making new movies, and uh, he's got deadly blessing. He's got a swamp thing. I don't care what you think about that, but I love that movie as a kid. Yeah, it hasn't aged well, but whatever. Yeah. David Hess rules, uh, and he's like he's still on that kick. And instead of being like extreme, like say the Hills Have Eyes, which only came out a few years before this, um, and the Hills Have Eyes too, uh, you've got this fucking great concept that he yeah. put together. Well, I, I, up until this point, when he had all the slasher movies, the villains didn't talk like at all. Yeah, like you know, Jason wasn't they were talking. They breathe heavy. Well, they yeah, just, they didn't. The yeah. breather from student bodies. Yeah, <laughs> like nobody talked, and he was the first like slasher dude that started like talking in the movie. Yeah. Which was a big deal at the time because everybody else was just like faceless killers with masks. Oh yeah, the minor fucking uh, yeah. yeah. Harry Warden didn't talk; he just breathed. Like you're right. That's a yeah. that's a. I never thought about that. Even Madman, like all my favorite slasher films. Yeah, 
Uh, a lot of them, yeah, they, there was no dialogue, let alone like something that you be that would be memorable. Like, watch this, like things like that. And it was a cool concept Damn. because you, you think about it, like, you know, you've got this thing that comes to get you in your dreams. You're never safe. And the whole idea of not being able to ever sleep, well, I mean, I would be safe. Terrifying. But um, I'd be safe because I don't dream. But it is, it. it is terrifying. <laughs> but this is all. I'm going to pee in your mouth and all of a sudden you're going to just. That's not okay. Let's Sorry. not talk about that. Okay. The library, it's, it's, That's been, behind the scenes. it's been put into the Library of Congress. <laughs> so there you go. One up on the other ones. But uh, it is such a great movie. Um, it actually does set the tone and the atmosphere of, of a good horror film. Like, it's not it's not quick. It's not like the older the other movies that come out after it, where it's just like punchline, kill, kill, punchline. There's line. a buildup. There's a Character build development. Yeah. Yes, you care about the characters. You care about Johnny Depp. <laughs> crop tops yeah crop tops sucked in the bed screw your pass yeah <laughs> there's all kinds of great moments in this movie there is and and they're and they're not you don't think of them as being funny at the time you're uncomfortable yeah i think because i always i think a lot of people were like i said you know freddie this you know part two is where the last like scary freddie but they're still like him he's making jokes in this one he like cuts his fingers off he's like hey tina watch this they're demented cuts his fingers they're, off yeah yeah i mean he's, he's tormenting okay. them yeah he's torturing himself to fuck with them when yeah. he pulls off his his sweater and then like cuts his his belly oh, open maggots, yeah but he's not yeah. like just being like hey bitch 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 the whole i was time. gonna try to find <laughs> out when the first time freddie used the word bitch in a movie and i can't remember if it was this one or not. That was Scary Terry. Scary, <laughs> scary <laughs> Terry. <laughs> it was Sharp Hand Joe. <laughs> oh, God damn. Anyways. Uh, so, I mean, the opening scene of this movie sets the tone for the whole film where it's just like a fucking nightmare. Like, where did the goat come from? Yeah. <laughs> it just runs out. It's it's terrifying. It's dark. You don't see his face. You don't see his face though. if you have like the VHS copy. Yeah, it's hard to see. see. You never see his <laughs> no. face. And not the 4K version or even like the first uh, DVDs when I was like, oh my god, you could see his face. Yeah. Weird. And uh, they spent a lot of time in that makeup too, so it's kind of disappointing. But uh, yeah. goddamn, I think honestly, like I think by the time this came out in '84, there were so many slasher movies out already that they were starting to peak. <laughs> And I think, really, I don't think if this didn't come out and it wasn't so huge, yeah. he probably would have had a downturn in horror movies at the time. Well, this is the first his and, first scream. Like, yeah. It saved horror, yeah. at least slasher films. Yeah. He did it, it twice. Made a lot of money. I mean, the budget was $1.1 million, and it made $57 it million looks so, dollars in the box office. Yeah. For that budget, I still think it looks really good. That The yeah. bedroom scene, her getting dragged up the wall in the rotating room and yeah. she's on the ceiling, like, First time I saw that, I was like, "Man, this is a ten already!" Like I, I loved it. And people really hadn't seen that. It's uh, since uh, Lionel Richie. Yeah, <laughs> he's dancing on the ceiling. Dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> no, it's Fred Astaire, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred Astaire. <laughs> uh, fuck, man, uh, the, the effects, the lighting, uh, um, everything about this film is what I like about horror films. I got to rent it with my sister from my dad's store, and it was. I've told this story a couple of times. Where we're just like trying to hide from each other. We're like jumping on. She's pushing me in front of the TV. I'm like, "Fuck you, bitch!" <laughs> uh, it was great. It was that moment, like watching Thriller. The same thing. I was terrified, but I wanted to keep watching it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could break this whole film down because, but, but everyone has seen it, and if yeah. you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Also, <laughs> what are you doing? The, plot for you. the score to this, Charles Bernstein, yeah. like that's amazing. Like and everything about that, it's so simple, and and you don't realize it's not good until you watch Freddy versus Jason, and you don't hear any of that creepy Freddy music in the movie. Uh, 
I've, little little chimes. Yeah, that, ding, ding, ding. yeah. Like, it's so simple, but it, like it's the most effective. Like I like the scent. The score to this is up there with like Halloween and anything else for me. Like, hey, I love it. I, yeah, the synths. It's like the Halloween two soundtrack yeah. in a way. Yeah, it's it's really good. I, it it's for me. It's a big part of why I like the movie too. Is because it. Just in every scene, she finds the glove, and the music comes up. Like she brings, like I brought this out of my dream. <laughs> Everybody in or the this hat, film sorry. acts great. All the actors are great, and, and some of these are it's their first role. Uh, it's not Heather Langenkamp. She had done like some smaller roles yeah. in uh, like The Outsiders and, and Rumblefish. She had, <laughs> but her scenes got cut out of those movies. Um, she was up against like two thousand actresses. She yeah. almost got cast in Night of the Demons. I mean, Night of the Comet. Yeah. Um, so if she'd have been in that, she might not have been in this film. So that's fucking cool. I mean, maybe we would have had Kelly Maroney as uh, <laughs> as <Nancy>. <laughs> <laughs> She wasn't that character. She's well, what's her face? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. The only drawback in this whole movie is the end of it when she <sighs> gets sucked. When like she, they suck her through the door, and it's like she is obviously just like a puppet thing, like a mannequin being pulled. They only had one point one million, man. That, I know that not would hold not that survive them. in this day and age. No, walking out of the theater, it's always the last thing you see, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's fucking amazing." You still felt that way because the movie was great to hold all the way through. And then you had this awful fucking Malibu Barbie getting pulled through. A, yeah. like, you know, it, it was awful. And, and Wes didn't want to do it. It's like if, I, if people would have walked out of that movie theater now, they'd have been like, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. I think the original ending was just them driving off. and Where the, Freddie was supposed to drive the car. Yeah. Not Johnny Depp. And you see the girls like, one, two, yeah. and they're like doing the yeah. jump rope. Wes Craven hated the idea of, he shot it. Because you can see the deleted scenes. Yeah. He did not want to do that. He's like, okay, I'll do it for you, Bob. But goddamn, it's fucking, it's an awful idea. Yeah. Listen to Wes Craven, goddamn it. Yeah. See, when I saw it, because um, that's how my nightmares look. Like, they look all choppy like that. <laughs> so it freaked me the fuck out, because that's how I dream. Like, all of the sh- shitty scenes. You dream in 80s special I, effects. Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. Look, no, like, super low budget special effects. <laughs> There's only, like, a $500 budget in my brain right now. Yeah. <laughs> and a fucking trauma studio going on up there. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a toxic Avenger effect. Um, so yeah. that, that's it. We all agree that the best movie in the series is Nightmare on Elm Street. I think most would. I've seen some people who think that part three is better, and I understand that. Uh, because of the production, it was and, close. And it was close to me for me, man. Went, I, yeah, I almost. I was like, God damn, should I put it like? Should I just say fuck number two and have both of these as number one? And that was a big deal for me because I started to actually hate part three from my memories of being mad because it became a funnier film and became, you know, how my opinions are on these movies. Like when things get super popular, it pisses me off. Like Shaun of the Dead, I knew it was going to change the face of zombie movies, and I was like, God damn it. When I walked out, of the, walked out of the theater, I was like, fuck Shaun of the Dead. Not because it's a bad movie, because I knew it was yeah. going to happen. I saw this young, and I saw that it changed my, it was like my Jaws or my Exorcist. Like, what the fuck? This is amazing. This is yeah. different from anything anybody's ever seen. This is the movie that saved, uh, uh, I almost said Miramax. Fuck that rapist. Uh, uh, fucking New uh, Line. New Line. New Line. Yeah. yeah it's, New Line's really known, literally known as the house that Freddie built. That's right. And yeah. the, the, the fucking first 3D movie. Their first New Line Cinema's first 3D movie was Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Six. shit. That's right. Yeah. Freddie's dead. Are we going to talk about Freddie's nightmares? No. Nah, it's you're gonna go through rank the fucking episodes. No, no, no. But I'd like to talk about it for a second because <laughs> five hour because episode. I have said, and and I, don't, I can't remember if I said it on the podcast. It's like, it's, it's not good. 
It's fun. I've got I got uh, a VHS of it. Has a couple episodes. They're on. They're all on Tubi now. Now they're, they're now they've been released again, yeah. and people realize like they're fucking not good. They're not good. The best parts are that very first pilot, which still kind of sucks. Yeah, uh, that was directed by Toby Hooper, and then like his 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 intro. His he's a horror host. Yeah, the, yeah, the hosting parts are the only good part. The Friday the Thirteenth series is better than Freddy's Nightmares, and I think people now realize it because they have access to it. And it's like that weird like. Oh, nostalgia thing! Like, no, it's amazing. Remember uh, who who released the soundtrack? Because they were super excited. Mondo? No, uh, the same. Terrorvision? Yes, I have that. Yeah, yeah. And is it good? good? The soundtrack's good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah the soundtrack's great. Freddy's night. They did a really good job on the packaging and everything too. It's really yeah. good. We could talk about the toys. We could talk about the what about masks. what about the Indian Bollywood movie? Oh, please hit us with Mahakal. this piece of I know you and Dave can't wait to talk I, about. Well, it. I, I didn't actually get to watch it. I watched. I just it. I found as much as I could. But Ace actually owns a copy. I of owns it now. a I owned a copy of it. I bought it. Uh, I did, I knew like Bollywood movies all have a lot of singing and dancing, but I was like maybe a Freddy they don't put that in there. No, it's in there. It's always in there. <laughs> it's in there. Like there's a whole there's scene. No, like no Freddy's escape. out there. Just the whole the beginning of it is a shot for shot remake of the original movie, except Freddy has a mullet and his name is <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Fred his name is Shakal. Um But Mahakal it roughly translates to beyond death or time. Uh, there's no boiler room for some reason. They're like in a factory that makes ice. <laughs> it's like Freddy. <laughs> there's ice everywhere. Oh, like I, I know what you did last summer. Uh, there's a Freddy laugh in the movie. That's just him going like, <laughs> "Oh wow!" <laughs> Where can you find uh, this? I got it from a Massacre Video. They had I got it. They had like a sale a while back, and I bought it on there. Um, but yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of good. There's some good kills and stuff. I mean, it's a low budget movie, but like in between the kills and the people dreaming is just like. Two people singing this like five minute song about how much they love each other. It's a musical. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. on YouTube. It's a musical. Oh my god, it's great. parts of it at least. At least there's a trailer. So you should definitely check it out. Yeah. It's. I mean, honestly, I, I was watching it. some of the music's not bad. I was just like kind of watching like hey, was, I thought I'd be fast forward through a lot of it. It's over two hours long. You say oh 143 minutes. Oh my minutes. god! I was watching. I was like, God damn, man, is this movie going to be over? So we've discussed Bollywood movies off. Off, off uh, microphone, I guess. Um, and the the quality is like the, the fucking budgets they have in that. Like if you dig high or dig deep enough into like Netflix or any any streaming service, you'll jump into like Bollywood films. Yeah. And if you take a minute to watch those, they're freaking mind blowingly. Like like they're like Asian films like from the '90s where they just put so much time and effort, and yeah. the effects are great. Uh, but there's a um, it reminds me of the Horror Hall of Fame. They came out in the in the in the eighties, I think, uh, hosted by Robert England. And then there's a section with um, um, fucking Brad Dourif as Chucky on stage talking oh, nice. about movies of the world. And he brings up Bollywood. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. In between the kills, and there's, there's these fantastic musical numbers. And let me tell you, that's scary. Yeah, <laughs> his little Chucky voice. Oh yeah, I like the I like the description on Wikipedia. It was loosely plagiarized off the American <laughs> art film A Nightmare on Elm Street. Loosely, how do you loosely plagiarize? Dude, it's something? not loosely. The the scene where she falls asleep in class is shot for shot. Like a girl comes up into the scene, wakes up in a body bag, starts talking to her. Hey, body bag. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh, but uh, yeah, let's end it on that. This movie would actually, you know what? That's my number nine. Fuck the remake. 
<laughs> I haven't oh. even seen it. It's already better. Oh, yeah, it is. The, the, oh, they also use flashlights in the daytime. There's literally a scene where the sun is out, but they have flashlights, and they're, like, walking around. They're trying to shoot day for night and didn't yeah. do the uh, but process. They probably across. don't eat spaghetti for football day. Oh. Yeah. Super Bowl day. God damn it. Uh, Thank you, Wes Craven, for making this amazing franchise. Dave, what are you going to do? What are you going to tell? What are you going to... What? Oh, what was I going to ask you? Yeah, because you can't ask See, me what I our favorites. I, huh? <laughs> you can't ask me what my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie is. What's your favorite song from the, from the franchise? <laughs> favorite song from any soundtrack and glove. <laughs> yeah. Favorite glove. Um, the gloves do change. Yeah, almost in every film. And there's actually multiple gloves in each film. Uh, and some of them. Uh, okay, so my favorite musical or musical number, because I haven't seen the Bollywood. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe he might be on that bucket. <laughs> uh, everyone's going to say Dockin' Man, but uh, yep. End of the Fire was the one that I remember because um, you had that whole intro where she's like putting the house together, talking about part, uh, Number Number Street Part 3, and then End of the Fire comes on, and I was like, this is going to be a great movie. I, I didn't know about Dream Warriors movie, you know, the Dream Warriors song. I hadn't seen the music video on MTV yet. So End of the Fire. Into the Fire! Another Dawkins song. Mine's all, Are You Ready for Freddy? <laughs> Are you I, ready for I love Freddy? that. The music Fucking video is great. Boys. Yeah, it's a great music video. It's uh I mean, I wouldn't say it's a great song. Also, my favorite glove is from New There's Nightmare. a wasp song. Nightmare. <laughs> There's a wasp song in part four or part five. Uh the, actually that was another thing why I liked part five because I actually went back and checked out the soundtrack and the 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 music in that is so fucking good. So go ahead. It's like a mix between hip hop and, and like metal. Yeah. What's yours? Well, no, one's, no, but no one would ever say this, but I'm going to because I love part two so much. But it's going to be the uh, touch me, baby, drive me crazy. Oh, man. Justice for part two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, That's how just, I clean my room every weekend. Ace is over here. Oh, I feel my like, God. Like part two is like this redheaded stepchild of the series. Everybody loves that movie. Join our Patreon, which we don't have, and you can see Dave. Clean, I mean, uh, Ace clean his room. Yeah. I'll be in the back trying to dream. <laughs> Anyways, we're just going to stop now. Um, oh, what's yours? We haven't even done the gloves part. Oh, I did. I said my glove. I said it was New Nightmare. What's yeah, your favorite glove, Steve? Oh, fuck off. The original? Ice Toners? Yeah, <laughs> my well, favorite's original. Yeah, the funny thing is, the the very first glove that I ever bought from the Freddy uh, uh, toys in the in the merchandise that came out was the very first one. Uh, I bought it from Target, and uh, it's actually camouflaged instead of like the brown one that came out like six months later. Yeah, but I was super excited and give a shit. And the one I made out of like cardboard. Yeah, my favorite glove is the cardboard one I made in high school oh. or middle school. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. That's a good that's a good nice solid thing to end it on. So we'll end it there. Anyways. Get us out of here, Dave. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. And by the way, I think Ace wanna talk about VHS Fest. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I went to VHS Fest this past uh two week two weekends ago at this point. Uh back in uh went last year. I went again this year because it was so awesome. Uh if you're not aware, it's in Mahoning or it's at the Mahoning drive in and I think I'm pronouncing this right, Lehigh in Pennsylvania. It may be Leighton. I'm not entirely sure. Whatever. Uh, anyways, I got to meet Ginger Lynn while yeah. I was there. She was the guest of honor this year. Um, the movies they played, uh, they did uh, Scream Dream, which was a shot on video. Got to watch that one. It's another heavy metal horror shot on video. It was good. Uh, uh, there's They played, you know, Ghoulies 2, uh, Satan's Storybook, which is another shot on video. 
Uh, my favorite one of the whole weekend was the Devil's Playground, which isn't even available on anything that I could find. I couldn't even Google it before I uh, got before we went because I was like, "What the fuck is the Devil's Playground?" You and think that somebody would have had like a dupe of it? They had uh, dupes of it there. That's what I meant. Uh, and yeah. I bought a copy of it there for okay. twenty bucks. I got the very last copy of Devil's Playground on VHS at VHS Fest. Fuck yeah! Uh, and it's and I realized why they didn't put it out because there's a lot of unlicensed music in the movie, which is why you cannot find it anywhere ever. Uh, ever. So uh, yeah, if you can ever run across Devil's Playground, find that movie. It's some shot on video garbage. <laughs> um, but other than that, I got to hang out with tons of friends. Uh, a lot of my Say Love Satan podcast people were there. Uh, some of the movie dumpster people were there. I got to hang out with them. Movie dumpster. Um, also, Satan. Yeah. And got to meet former porn star, Ginger, Ginger Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. Ginger Lynn. And actually, I want to say uh, we, we are bringing uh, Felissa Rose to town. Uh, we just did Joe Bob. Uh, he had a fucking fantastic job in town, and uh, everybody loved him. He did his uh, How Rednecks Save Hollywood, and now we're bringing Felissa Rose and uh, David Sheridan to town for in December 17th. That we're going to do a double uh, uh, feature of Sleepaway Camp and Victor Crowley. We're going to do Mystery Science Theater commentary to Sleepaway Camp. That was her idea. Yeah. Awesome. She's, she's seen wait. it enough time. Yeah. Can't wait to tell her how confused I was the first time I saw that movie. Oh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> But that's that's our little uh, ooh, ooh, at the end. And uh, Dave, I guess get us out of here, All baby. Right. Thanks everybody listening. You can uh, find us on Anchor FM, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Castbox, Verbal dot com, yeah. Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're listening to us. Obviously, right now you can find us there. Yeah. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. And uh, we are having a contest on our YouTube right now for our last episode with the Vincent Price. The cookbook. We will be announcing the winner of that on the next episode. Yeah. So the all you gotta do is like it, like like the video, and subscribe to our channel, and you will be entered to win a copy of his cookbook. So do that if I haven't lost you already. But anyways, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Touch me, baby, <laughs> all night long.